0: What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? This is your boy Chris Style. You're tuned into the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 117. We got a lot to get into. Off-season storylines galore going on. We're gonna talk about it. Let's talk Chiefs. Yeah,
1: Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl, Miss Nicole. Okay. We a hustle, baby. Uh huh. Started from the bottom, now we oh. here. Homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to want them early. hit the truth. Uh-huh. Tune in every Sunday for the juice. Burn podcast. Bringing the all the news. Jack, if you missed the play, come back for reviews. Punch hey. I Out here rapping for the crew. Post game highlights. Go subscribe uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh-huh. If you missed the play, come back for uh-huh. reviews. Post game highlights. Go uh-huh. subscribe on uh-huh. YouTube. Uh-huh.
0: What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy, Chris Dow. Like I said, you're tuned in to another episode of the Arrowhead Chief Podcast. My guy, Clarence, he should be falling in uh, any minute now. Uh, Ty wasn't able to make it, but I got my guy, Mark, up in here. What's
2: going on, Mark? It's so another day in the Valley, just pretty much just taking notes of all the stupidity and see what else is going to come out this offseason. But, you know, when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I guess every day is always good, right?
0: Right, 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 right. Definitely cannot complain. Uh, It's definitely going to be a pretty good offseason knowing that we won the Super Bowl and have a chance to win the Super Bowl again because uh, we'll be able to load up with the team that we already have. We'll be able to uh, upgrade at certain positions and also uh, resign some guys that we need to resign. uh, But we'll get into some of that stuff later on in the pod. Before we get into that, what was your thoughts on the parade, man?
2: The parade was cool. I mean, I saw it from two different vantage points. You know, of course, they had the one that was going on off of uh, who was that? I think it was uh, I was watching on uh, it was, I was watching YouTube. That's every y'all. I was watching through the YouTube version, then also uh, had the chance and pleasure to actually watch from the uh, KC News as well, so it's looking at their perspective. But you know, it looked like a team that had been before. Uh, you know, Watson gave me a good old laugh. I guess he was this year's Tom Brady Except said there was no avocado tequila this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, what? it looked like a team that had completely been there. I mean, that was, it, was, it was a great feeling to see, you know, a lot of our rookies be able to experience that. And, you know, it's almost become to a point where it doesn't seem like this is the expectation. Chris Jones expecting to be there. Kelsey expecting to be there. Mahomes expecting to be there. The whole core expecting to be there and the rookies taking it in. You know, it's good to hear from the voices of uh, Nick Bolton, you know, as far as the, what they did, what they accomplished. Kelsey was doing, being Kelsey. Mahomes was being Mahomes. Um, of course, it was good to see, you know, Andy Reid and, of course, you know, an uh, uh, awesome GM to be able to speak out and the president, you know, on his birthday. That's a cool, that's probably one of the coolest uh, birthday presents you could possibly get is to be able to say, you know, you had a parade on your birthday. So shout out to him and stuff. Other than that, you know, of course, you know, we wish we could have been there, but you know, I was there in spirit. That's the way I felt about it.
0: Yeah, I pretty much felt the same way. Um, wish I could have been there. Looked like it was a whole bunch of fun. Um, this show out looked like it was a lot more people at this show out than it was the first Super Bowl. Um, the first Super Bowl looked like uh, it wasn't that many people, um, wasn't as much people. Um, uh, but this one looks like it was a packed house. Um, everybody was out there representing you know, Chiefs Kingdom and um. Definitely, definitely looked like it was a lot of fun, like you said. Jalen Watson getting wheeled out in a wheelchair. Uh, (laughs) Mahomes uh, taking a picture with the Super Bowl trophy with the people and then leaving it with the fans. That was (laughs) – Right. (laughs) That was was funny. (laughs) Uh, Leo Chenal doing his – tarzan impression uh climbing right bus right climbing.
2: <laughs> that's what i'm saying what the heck that? You, like, you spider-man in all season like somebody i need you to lock y'all windows up yeah
0: yeah and so,
2: then uh and shout out to, i forgot to throw out there shout out to uh your boy orlando brown though those shirts was dope though
0: yeah 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 zero sex put it on the f and t-shirt yeah that,
3: that's
2: that. Yep
0: that was definitely a cool, cool thing for him and, you know, you know, they deserve it, man. The offensive line play, like we said in the last episode, the offensive line played a really, really good game. So, you know, they deserve the glow. They deserve to, you know, poke their chest out, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, but you had mentioned it, uh, the got to hear some of the guys speak, you know, the Mahomes speech and Andy, we got to speak of course. Travis Kelsey always has the classic, you know, Sound bites with the na uh, na na na, nah, giving us a Master P throwback <laughs> he, and,
2: he got a shout out too for Master P on yeah, there. On the, the, I, was like, I was like, it's all it's right.
0: How, you know, I know the kids out there. You know, specifically, I don't know Tide knows who Master P is, but
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to break them out of Rolodex or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: Google Master P and you'll know who Master P is. Put some respect in right. his name. Uh, <laughs> but no, um and of course, um, uh, Mahomes had a speech. But I think the most interesting speech was what Brett V says. And this is what he said when he came
2: up. So start the season, 24 new faces, and 11 of them are, are rookies. And many people
0: thought this was a rebuilding year. So in Kansas City, this is what a rebuilding
3: year looks like right here.
0: So he got to poke his chest out a little bit, you know, a lot, you know, Chiefs Kim's kind of been hard on Brett. It's, it's been a divide when it comes to Brett Veach, When it, you know, as far as GM. There's a, the one side who feels like Brett Veach, you know what I'm saying, does a really good job with the picks that he has. And then there's the other side of, you know, that were, you know, like not really fond of Brett Veach. They like John Dorsey, which personally I feel like yeah, John Dorsey, he drafted you know some of our key positions. We also had some bad picks too. Like, not like John Dorsey was you know just great. He wasn't great. So, but all in all, I feel like I feel like this season was finally the season where Brett Veach finally got his flowers from all of Chiefs Kingdom, not just one particular. Like all of Chiefs Kingdom finally sat back and said, "You know what, Brett Veach." You did a great job with your draft with the guys you picked in the off season to be on this team and you and, and you were right you bet it on patrick mahomes you bet it on andy Reid. you said that as long as we have those two at the helm we can still be viable to win championships and our coaching staff is going to be good enough to coach up these young guys and get them ready for when the time for the playoffs come we'll be ready to you know uh, goes full steam ahead as far as going for a Super Bowl. So that speech right there was all encompassed of what Brett Veach probably was thinking all season, you know, when everybody was doubting us, everybody was saying that the, the Chiefs wasn't going to make the playoffs and all that good stuff. What's going on, Joe? How you doing? What man?
2: Up, Joe? And even so, to add on to that, too, I mean, I'm not sure who won GM of the year. I mean, my guess would they probably gave it to Roseman because yeah. it was the least expected whatnot. Yeah. But – that's what a GM does. That's what a GM of the year does. They've made the I – second mean, you could talk about all the additions and all the this stuff, but Beach and they don't talk about, you know, as far as the kind of sacrifices that they had to make. You know, it's like you said in that speech. So he pretty much nailed every point. Um, he should add that and everything. Oh, look who finally woke up. Look at that. Yeah, what up, what a-
0: <laughs> What's going on? But, man? you know – Shit. We just talking about the parade, man.
2: Oh, yeah,
3: y'all go ahead.
2: Yeah, but I was saying that is like as far as with Beach and everything, he may have not got the GM of the year, but that's what a GM of the year does, though. It's like everything that you could possibly ask for. We had the best two GMs to make those kind of des- decisions, through, um, you know, on the off season, and we had the best two coaches uh, uh, throughout the year, and obviously, they record show for it and so forth. They both had the respective one seed. And you know we give credit due to Andy Reid and company, of course. But the GMs, though, they have to make sure that they give credits due. I felt like they, they, um, as far as like leading up to that week or leading up to the game, you saw a whole lot of Roseman. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like on every network they were talking about uh, Roseman and bringing them up to as far as like you know having the conversations with them and stuff like that. No problem with it, but at the same time, Beach though, that dude need to get more respect for what, uh, and more credit for what he doing.
3: Most
0: definitely. Um, I think, you know, like I said, this is the final of the season I think Brett Veach is going to get, especially going into this offseason, I think he's finally going to get, you know, his just due and knowing that he's probably one of the top – he is the top uh, GM in this this league right now. You know, shout out to Howie Roseman. He's a very good GM and there's a very other, you know, various good GMs out there. But right now Brett Veach is the best GM in the NFL right now, and he proved it. With not just this year coming, incoming class, but the year before, because a lot of those guys contribute too. You know, the Noah's Grays, uh, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, you know, those guys all contribute to winning this Super Bowl. So, you got to give Brad Breach his flowers and know that he's one of the best GMs in the league right now. Well, fellas, you got anything to add, Clarence?
1: No, no. Okay season's over dog like we champs this is a wrap yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean? i'm all I'm right just, i'm just in here to uh spread some some championship joy and i'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and slide so you, know I
2: mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you ain't go to the parade
1: nah swan, man yeah. i had to work that day
2: oh yeah swan dive off the bus you ain't do none of that
1: swan dive. <laughs> did you see me on tv <laughs> You just saw that. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You just saw my wild black ass out there. <laughs> you just saw that.
0: There go Clarence.
1: You know what I'm saying. He just get leg slapping motherfuckers in the chest oh. and everything. I'd have showed my ass out there. Mm. Oh, trust me, if, if you would hear something like
2: that, you would have been the first thing up on the on the, uh, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. We were showing the a video something about, look at what happened at the parade. It wouldn't have been the speech. It would have been you doing a swan dive off the bus.
1: I yeah, ain't swan diving nowhere. I'm Rick <laughs> Flesh slapping motherfuckers in their neck. i
0: Clarence did a swan time bomb off the bus. You
1: know what I'm saying? In full Roman Reigns uh, energy, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. it get real raffling real in my head right right, right, right. <laughs> yeah crazy it's real to me <laughs> yeah.
0: well fellas with you know when you lose when you i mean when you win super bowls you lose coaches and you know even though we feel like he needs to be a head coach eric benny is going to the washington commanders he's going to be the assistant head coach slash oc he's going to be able to pick his own staff um he got signed you know we made it official a couple of days ago um i wish you know arab me all the best you know hopefully they get the quarterback situation right over there because one thing i don't want to happen to every enemy is that you know because i we don't know the goalpost for what he has to do for this move to be successful. Does he have mm-hmm. to be a top 10 offense? Does he have to be a top five offense? Does it have to be a top two offense? Like mm-hmm. they're gonna I'm scared that they're gonna find a way to move the goalpost on this. He could be a top five, he could be number five as far as offense. Terry McLaurin could probably have the best season of his life. You know, the running backs have the best season of the offensive line, looks great. And he's just got this thing right. He's getting the best out of whoever quarterback he has at the him, whether it be Sam Howell, whether it be a quarterback they draft in, you know, they get in the draft, or a veteran that they sign. Maybe it's a Jimmy G, or maybe Derek Carr. Maybe they can get Derek Carr over there. I don't know, but whatever he can get out of it, if he can make this offense one of the top offenses in the, in the league, uh, hopefully that's enough to show these stupid owners. That he should be a head coach.
2: Um, ben, and, so here, six, 16 interviews like in the last five. That's that's crazy to me. And, and you know, we got coaches, and you know, I I ain't trying to throw shots, but that's just a reality. I mean, uh losing Super Bowl coordinator, coach, and you know, all what whatever, didn't get a job in the next two days. It's it's dumbfounded to me. And with the resume that he has stacked in what's kind of troubling too, is that you even kind of start to see some of the media come out and, you know, granted, you know, there's still some loopholes. We may not know as like, as far as like, you know, the concerns of Ron Rivera and the health and all that's going, is he going to play the season now? Is it not? The bottom line is that he shouldn't have had to go through this route. Now the storyline that we're starting to hear changing in Kansas city is that Nagy could be that successor. I mean, Granted, he came back, you know, he did this thing as far as with the quarterbacks coach. And, you know, we're talking about him being a possible successor. I'm like, hold on, pump your brakes now. Like, why are we having this conversation? Like, if he hasn't won one as a coordinator. I believe that there is a significant difference. So, like, what would have been the difference of him being a successor, even, you know, whether they win the Super Bowl or not next year, versus somebody like E.D. who had to go clear across, you know, to – a team like Washington to prove himself, that's that just
1: mind blowing, you know. But but that- but Pat had a good relationship with Matt. Mm-hmm. Like before Matt left, his relationship with between him and Patrick, like that was magic that Super Bowl year when they played the Niners. You know what I mean? I I I don't think him and E B had that type of relationship. They had a good relationship, but I don't think it was on the level as him and Matt Nagy. And I like the fact that EB gets to go to Washington and prove it, you know what I'm saying? Like the the knock was the fact that he was on this staff with Andy Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. know, for as much support as the players tried to show over the last couple of weeks like you would hear them credit more Andy than they would credit EB, you know what I mean? And it's not them intentionally doing it. It's just them being in the heat of the moment you feel me? So now you get EB to go to Washington. He's going to he he's got a hell of a team over there. You talking mm-hmm. about Logan Thomas at tight end. You talking about the 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 dogs that he got at wide receiver, the, the running backs, Antonio Gibson and, and Brian Robinson. Like he has got pieces over there. You know, the biggest question mark is the quarterback. But but if they stay with Taylor Heineke or if they go with Sam Howe. It's still a situation where they can be, they can average 24 points a game. The recipe is how they played against Philly that first time when they gave Philly that first L. That's the recipe for them. If they play consistently like that, and you putting in some some jet some jet motions in there, like EB can can get the most out of that squad. And you know how he likes to work. You know how he how he likes to to coach up the players. Like that's what. They need in Washington. They need that structure. They need somebody to come in and say, "All right, y'all, strap them on and lock all the way to fuck in, and let's go out here and get to work." Like that's what they need. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna he's gonna do his thing. He be gonna be successful. You know what I'm saying? And then there is no more excuses. Then they yeah. can't say it's Andy. Then they can't say it's Patrick. You know what I'm saying? He he wins the the the, the NFC East, or he at least. Put put some fear in the e- NFC East leader at that time, and it's right there on their bumper. Like, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. E.B. will get a head coaching job. You know what I'm saying? May it be in the pros. Hell, it may be in college. You know what I'm saying? College route ain't a bad scenario either. You feel me? Look at Nick Saban. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 win-win for E.B. I I think this was a great thing for him i hate to see him leave i'm gonna miss the shit out of eb you know what i yeah. mean but opportunity is opportunity and he needed to go somewhere else to prove to them like it's not just pat and andy like i had a big hand in this you know what i'm saying and here's what i bring to the table this is how i motivate and lead men you know what i mean so let's get it man yeah and you know for the commanders though
0: yeah and and don't discount that you know let's say that the the commander start off a little slow and mm-hmm. look at rich rod and they be like ah, mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. have to go in a different mm-hmm. direction now Eb's the interim mm-hmm. head coach now he mm-hmm. really can prove, you know
1: absolutely I'm absolutely
0: i'm a head coach absolutely and he, might, he might remain absolutely. the head coach of, of the commander.
1: absolutely and that's what i think <laughs> but, that they was looking at anyway you know what i'm saying i think that's that's where where why they brought him in like what if Riverboat Ron? You know, what if he's long in the tooth and don't have that juice no more? Mm-hmm. We need somebody that can step in, that the, that that these players can can gravitate to, that that can relate to them. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Ron can't relate to them no more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like maybe that's part of the unknown maybe, factors. Like, you think yeah. about Jack Del Rio being there, like that deep. Them defensive players didn't relate to Jack Del Rio, especially when he came out and made them comments. They was like. Yeah. Whoa, that's him. That's not us. We don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. EB coming in, like, the culture is going to change in Washington. And it's going to be more positive.
2: It's going to have to. I mean, because you're talking about a team that's going to have new ownership anyway in the upcoming days. Mm-hmm. So, you could have that. You could probably have a new mm-hmm. GM. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's a whole lot of unknowns, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, you wish the best for EB. And even so, mm-hmm. you know, with this move of EB, I even t- uh, texted y'all yesterday. I said, don't be surprised if one of one of our uh, former players ends up over there because usually that's what mm-hmm. happens, and we'll get that discussion later
0: on. Nico, maybe mm-hmm. maybe even CH mm-hmm. gets traded mm-hmm. over there for a the pick, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and some of our coaches. I can see Greg mm-hmm. Lewis. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's a guy mm-hmm. on our staff named Dan Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was Andy's assistant, and then he started mm-hmm. going, going for the office. Mm-hmm. Side. He might go over there and be one of the staff. So mm-hmm. don't be surprised mm-hmm. if we lose some other coaches on the, to over to mm-hmm. that staff. Um, mm-hmm. We got Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn mm-hmm. and him are like this. So mm-hmm. yeah, Anthony mm-hmm. Lynn might go over there. Mm-hmm. With him, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see. And like I said, I wish Andy, I mean, I wish Airbnb all the best, man. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope the commanders are competing in that NFC mm-hmm. East. And you know, I, hope they I get think they court. will. And I, I they think they will. Right, you
1: know? Yeah, I think, I think, I think they will. You know what I mean? Like, you look at that team and the way it was last year, and that was just based off of uh, uh, a real bland offense. And the fact that you didn't get a healthy Logan Thomas—that that's the other piece to this. Like, E.B. is not going to tolerate Logan Thomas not being available. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Logan Thomas has to be available. In order for them to have success like what logan thomas provides them if he stay healthy and EB is going to command that he stay healthy is that travis kelsey like uh route running over the middle you dig what i'm saying which frees up all of them weapons that they got on the perimeter and that wide receiving core is so underrated like people yeah. don't value that wide receiving core but they are some damn dogs and then they, they, got, they are
2: got Robinson in the backfield Gibson in the compliment in the backfield. They, it's got some promise o- o- over
1: mm-hmm. there. You Definitely just gotta got to push baseball. Logan Thomas to stay healthy dog. Yeah. Logan yeah. Thomas got to stay healthy. And don't, and don't be surprised if
0: they draft another tight end to go over mm-hmm. there. You know, go, mm-hmm. Or maybe they sign a Micah Secchi or somebody like that mm-hmm. to go over there mm-hmm. to add mm-hmm. to that. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, but the offense do have core mm-hmm. pieces, with the glory, you got Jahan Dotson, mm-hmm. you got Curtis Samuel, you got mm-hmm. guys over there. Mm-hmm. there. Can get it done it's just mm-hmm. the quarterback situation has to be a little bit more consistent.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hell maybe Derek Carr end up over there you just I'll, never know yeah right you never right. know
2: now <laughs> that, that, that would be shocking but i would i would definitely have them amongst the top there if, mm-hmm. if they were able to steal Carr over there
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then and car he, he, might-
1: he got released you know what i'm saying yeah, recorded by everybody now
2: and Carl
0: might want to go to the NFC. You know, mm-hmm. the, the quarterback competition isn't as stiff as it is on the mm-hmm. NFC. Mm-hmm. You have a better chance of making a playoffs for,
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, like I said, <laughs> you know, yeah. the best part about this, EB going to make them play hard, dog. EB, yeah. wherever EB go, that team is going to fight and they're going to play hard. And they're going to play some damn good football. And turnovers are at a mm-hmm. minimum when you're dealing with an EB led offense. Like, you, you, y'all seen how he was in that indie game? It was subtle, but he was pissed. Go back to that Bengals game last year, the AFC title game. He was pissed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Patrick yeah. just had grown to a point where Patrick is Patrick now, and Patrick recognizes it, and he's like, I don't need you to coach me the way that you coach them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm different. I got this. I got I got my hand on this shit. I know what what's going on. Relax. You know what I'm saying? Pat don't relate to that type of coaching. You feel me? But EB only know one way. You dig what I'm saying? So he can go there and he can grab a hold of their attention and get them young men to work and you're going to see success.
0: I will say this about Patrick. He does he will he does, you know, mention that E B does pushes mm-hmm. him and makes mm-hmm. him a better, you know, keeps mm-hmm. him accountable. Um mm-hmm. not to say that Andy doesn't keep him accountable, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. that Andy has a little bit more free reign when it comes For to Patrick. Sure. It's sure. kind of like, sure. you know, just cook yeah. you you, you do you, yeah. you do you.
1: Yeah. Whereas E B is kinda like,
0: do you, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 EB was the reminder to Pat that you only been in this league for five years. Yeah. That's what EB was to Pat. You know what I mean? Why everybody else, we, we forget how young he still is in this league. You feel me? Like EB was that constant reminder to him. Like you're still young in this dog. You still got a lot of growth. You know what I mean? You, you, you doing your thing, but sometimes you're making these dumbass decisions. You know what I mean? Let's clean those up. Yeah. Let's 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 work on this to get better. You know what I mean? And Pat's like, yo, you can't talk to me <laughs> the way you talk to to, to Cole or to C.A. You don't talk to me different. And, know, even in that, and even in
0: that coast game where everybody <laughs> made it famous before mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say they got into mm-hmm. it. Right, right. I felt like Eb actually handled the situation really, really good. Like he could have made it worse. He could have been yelling back at Pat, like mm-hmm. "No, you gonna listen? No." He was just like,
3: "We cool, mm-hmm.
0: it's okay,
3: we cool." Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, if see, I, and if I'm a GM or if I'm a owner and I see that, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. like, "Okay, that's what I want mm-hmm. in my head because I don't want him to escalate the situation." He right,
1: did but see, that's that dumbass, the dumbass fans and the stupid ass fucking media in Kansas City that be on that bullshit like. EB is supposed to not coach Pat. You know what I'm saying? EB not supposed to talk to Pat and tell Pat what he did wrong. Like they would be okay if Andy said that shit to Pat. You know what I mean? And if and if Andy and Pat was having a, a verbal spar match on the sideline, they'd be okay with that shit. But EB can't do it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the Kansas City fans and this and this stupid ass media push this this some as well like to make it so uncomfortable that eb had to be like i want to stay i love andy i love pat i love trav but i can't do this no damn more
3: yeah
1: you know what i mean and that's not the first time that this shit has happened yeah. go back and you listen to tyree a lot of that came from that you know what i mean like you listen to some of the shit that frank clark has said in the past a lot of it had to do with that chris the uh the honey badger you know what i mean like that shit with hitchens like a lot of that shit came from kansas city media and kansas City fans like mm-hmm. they they play a major part in this to make it uncomfortable for guys to want to stay in kansas City, mm-hmm. despite the winner. i agree yeah i agree you know, he toxic as fuck let's call it yeah. what it is yeah yeah i hear you sorry man. not
0: sorry and Chiefs Kingdom when Matt Nagy becomes the O.C. I want y'all to keep mm-hmm. that same energy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: When we lose a game, mm-hmm. I want y'all to talk about how Matt Nagy mm-hmm. was calling them bad mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Same thing I used to do to E.B. Mm-hmm. To
1: keep that same mm-hmm. energy for Matt mm-hmm. Nagy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. who they gonna blame? It's either gonna be Matt Nagy or it's gonna be Andy. Right? Who they gonna blame? They can't blame the Negro no more. Negro gone. So who they gonna win?
3: Saunders. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. To dude that don't even play offense. You damn yeah. right, Joe. Be yeah. You damn right. It's gotta be, it's gotta be one of us. Hey, you better, hey that's all I'm saying. damn right. Damn right. Damn right. Absolutely. 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 I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start screenshotting
2: some of the comments. you gonna and then we're mm-hmm. gonna put them on here on live mm-hmm. and help them out. Mm-hmm. Say he mm-hmm. call you then messed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: well, everybody's talking about these three quarterbacks going into this offseason. Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. Now I feel like the DeMar- I think Derek Carr is the domino that everybody's waiting for. They're mm-hmm. trying to see where he's going to go because he is mm-hmm. the free agent out of all three of these guys. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other two either got to sign a franchise tag, or mm-hmm. you know, with Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, he's wanting to see if he's mm-hmm. even going to play, mm-hmm. and if he wants to play, are they going to trade mm-hmm. him? You know, mm-hmm. to whoever, you know, whoever wants. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, but Derek Carr is probably going to be the most interesting piece because like I said, he can mm-hmm. pick and choose where mm-hmm. he can go. Right now, he could mm-hmm. go on trips and go mm-hmm. on visitations almost mm-hmm. like college again. He can go mm-hmm. in and go on the facilities, talk to coaches, talk to some of the players and get a feel for mm-hmm. the team. He can take his time, honestly. Mm-hmm. He can really take mm-hmm. his time. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where do you feel like Derek Carr would be his best fit to
1: go? Go ahead, Mark.
2: I'm going to say Carolina. Okay. Carolina, they, they got the defense already on the other side mm-hmm. and then also they got a new coach over there. They got an off- offensive-minded coach. They do have a, a decent running back in that situation. Um, you're not talking about a complete rebuild at all. I think... Uh, and even so, to even some of his off off field interests, I would say it's probably the best fit. I know they were talking about. I know he was um, doing an interview for New York. Person, I don't think that's the better fit for him. No, but I do. think uh, I really think Carolina would be a good look for him. And also, and and also to allude to that as well, is that you're talking about a division that's up for grabs. Atlanta ain't there, Tampa ain't there, New Orleans ain't there. I just think if you if you're a quarterback and you want to at least give yourself the best chance to win one of these divisions, you think about it. I mean, you go to New York, you got to go through Buffalo and Miami. I mean, you look at uh, I don't know the other team. I would say New York is probably the biggest competition, but mm-hmm. Carolina though, it's almost I don't want to say a free pass, but at the same day, at the same time, you still got to earn it. There's not one quarterback that you say that's in that top tier that's worth even talking about right now in that NFC South. that's
0: just why i say carolina yeah i agree with carolina you got frank wright over there you got dj moore and you probably add another wide receiver over there maybe some other offensive pieces you got uh the running game in uh uh, deontay foreman and chubba hubbard you got those guys over there so yeah. (laughs) yeah Chuba, Chuba, whatever.
3: Chuba. What's nigga, I'm gonna say Chuba. Oh, the
0: dude
1: is always fucking up somebody's name. Man, I ain't the
0: one to name the oh, man. That all right? He, he was he
1: known he, for fucking up a name, ain't he?
2: No, and, and he and he was running Chubba. at uh, Oklahoma, he was running at <laughs> Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, I think. If I stand correct, I do remember watching God uh a uh, couple highlights in college. <laughs> but
1: dude. <do, laughs> this ain't shit. Goddamn, trouble.
2: No, but but Chuba though, he's like he's gonna be an uh, interesting prospect to even uh, look at going forward. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, if you guys got fantasy teams, I might jump on one. I took a year off this year, but next year it's like if you want, you know, as far as like fantasy football and everything, Chuba Hubbard one of the people you want to look at. Yeah, but I agree. but going back to the point though, um, Derek Carr, like you said, is just the best fit. I mean, like I said, just going through. I mean, back then it's like you wanted to avoid going through. Nobody wanted to go to the NFC East because or NFC East, AFC East because you had to deal mm-hmm. with uh, Tom Brady oh, back in yep. the day. Yep. Now you're having to go through Josh Allen, and you have to go through depending on the health status of Tua and the other. I mean, it it just makes more sense. Go 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 to the NFC South. Give yourself a chance. That's what's logical. Go get paid and win under a winning coach because I, I feel like he got I feel like Wright got screwed over in Indi- in uh Indianapolis. I mean we're talking about uh having to go through the unfortunate you know as far as what happened with Andrew Luck, you know, him retiring. Then you had to go through the other quarterback carousel, which made no sense. You know, you went from Wentz and then you had um yeah, Philip Rivers. Rivers. I'm I'm like what are, I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. And then it, it, and you know it just don't make sense. Bad I say run. go go Re- go revive your, go revive that career and I don't think oh, oh he want to say revive because it wasn't really a bad situation as far as it with the Raiders it just you know coaches and the inability for that defense to close out games he wasn't a bad fourth quarter uh uh quarterback if you actually really look at it some of the uh, performances he had so right. go to Carolina dude this makes the most sense
0: another team in that same division he can go to was the New Orleans Saints um he has a rapport with Dennis Allen um you got chris olave i don't now the alvin Kamara situation is you know we're gonna see that because he just got indicted for the situation that happened out here in vegas um but they got a good they got good defensive pieces over there already now it's gonna it's interesting to see what they're gonna do with some of them players because they're like 55 million over the cap so right (laughs) They're gonna be cutting they, people left and right they, and, and restructuring and <laughs> so they need to be shopping in the
2: NFL outlet or something like that. I'm like, how in the world? I mean, between them and the Giants, I think Giants somehow have gotten that bad. I'm like, what are y'all doing? So they be signing these guys
0: to these contracts and they don't pan out. It don't work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The whole Michael Thomas situation is just a mess. I you know he's getting cut. He looks like he's he's panicking to the Kansas City Chiefs to come over here. <laughs> Every time I look up, he says something about the Chiefs, and so yeah, I could see Michael Thomas gone. We'll see what happens to um, what's the defensive end, uh, Cameron, Cameron uh, Jordan, Jordan, yeah. We'll see what happens with him. He might be a cap casualty, you know. Does he want to restructure his deal and stay in New Orleans? Or does he want to go somewhere else and try to win the championship, you know. It could be one of those deals, you know. Or they try to trade him, you know, and, and make a deal to where they pay half of his salary or some crap like that, you know. They could trade him away to a, a championship team. So <clears throat> we'll see what happens. But I do still think that that's a good space uh, for him to go to. Um 'Cause the one thing about Derek Carr, he needs to go somewhere where the city expect you know, he doesn't have that city expectation from the media, you know. Like if he goes to the Jets, he tried that crime stuff with the Jets. The media gonna
1: eat him alive. Yeah. Right. Hey, kill him. That that's that's why I thought <laughs> Derek Carr going to Washington made the most sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I, I think I think you're not you're not at the way the way that they play football, you're not asking the quarterback to win you ball games. Right. You're asking your quarterback not to lose your game. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Derek Carr can do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He has young enough wide receivers that are still growing and they want to learn and they want to be great. So you're not dealing with not to say that Devontae uh is an issue, but a seasoned guy at that position. Um he knows a little bit more. He can he can demand what type of routes he's going to run against this type of coverage and the expectation. Whereas Derek Carr can get that entire offense to rally around him, and they they've been in big enough ball games. They have enough confidence. Washington with a Derek Carr is a perfect fit. Uh, I think you still got Jimmy G that's in the equation too. You can't leave Jimmy out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't think any team right now should be too much concerned with Aaron because the biggest thing about Aaron is, is is Aaron going to show up to many camps? Is Aaron going to be there for OTAs? You know what I mean? Outside of Green Bay, is anybody else even willing to risk that with Aaron Rodgers' arm talent because the Super Bowl is not the main thing for Aaron? It hasn't been the main thing for Aaron in a long time. You know what I mean? It's about his own personal stats and building a legacy to get him into the Hall of Fame so he can be in the conversation as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. I don't think the Super Bowl is the biggest thing on Aaron's mind, sadly. So, I mean, you know, and then you got Lamar that's still there. Like, I seriously think that, you know, Lamar Lamar ain't never been the type of dude it's been on some. Uh, I I know I'm that dude. Y'all need to pay me kind of shit. Like, even last year, you know what I'm saying? When they were in the middle of the negotiations, Lamar was on some. Now nah, we need to table this and get ready for the regular season. Like, I'm not tripping on that. Let's table that. We'll deal with that after the season, kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So they went out, They fit. They they got a new OC. Now it's a matter of what can they get. If they can't get the things, that market's still gonna be there for Lamar. You know what I'm saying? The biggest thing about Lamar is the two years of being injured at the end of the year. You know what I mean? That's the biggest question mark for any franchise. Like they know who he is, but we haven't seen that for two years now. You feel me? Like, and that shit matters. Yeah. Despite what Lamar is, we haven't seen MVP Lamar in over two years. True. You feel me? Like there's still that 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 question mark on his career now, you know what I mean? So he he needs to be paid more than Kyler, and everybody in the league can agree he needs to be paid more than Kyler. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that's no, the question right now. I think the the question is is Baltimore. I'm giving y'all ample opportunity to fix this because I don't want to leave Baltimore. Can y'all go and get me another wide receiver? Can y'all assure that we are going to change this offense? and make it more a complete offense and not revert back to, well, we lost Bateman, so let's go back to this scheme. You know what I mean? Like, they have to get some some guys on the outside to help him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think he's giving them that opportunity to try to fix this. Otherwise, Lamar would have been like, cut me. You know what I'm saying? What we doing? It would have been stories everywhere about the problems in Baltimore, and that's all they would be running all day, every day. That's all they would be talking about, because Lamar would be vocal Twitter. Y'all know, y'all see him on Twitter. Like he could get busy on Twitter and be like, "Man, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to deal with Baltimore." He take that shit down off his Twitter, off his IG. Like he would let it be known he out of there. You feel me? So, I mean, that's I, in my opinion. That's that's where these quarterbacks are.
0: As far as uh. Aaron Rodgers go the only team I think that's really all in well I man, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Raiders try to make a play mm-hmm. for them just because it's a splash play, they need mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. need that allure mm-hmm. out here to mm-hmm. give people to watch because mm-hmm. you know the Raiders mm-hmm. fandom now here, they're they're frustrated, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they need to get mm-hmm. bucks and seats. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. regardless if Aaron Rodgers shows up to minicamp or mm-hmm. not. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers on the billboard as a Raider. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. bring people here, whether they be in town hey, yeah, or out of town. You know, people hey, are going to yeah, come boy. see Aaron Rodgers play in a hey, Raider yeah, uniform. You know, right? Aaron Rodgers in a Raider uniform? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Hey, yep. with Devo- hey, hey, back boy. with Devontae? Yeah, let's go. Hey, let's go. Hey, so another team I think is all in is the Jets because the Jets was right there. They were mm-hmm. right there. It was a quarterback away from getting into the player. And if they had a viable veteran, if he, if they had Jimmy G at quarterback, I believe that they'd be right there in the player. They'd be a – pro- that, And that's be, who
1: I, that's who I think they're interested in. Yeah. It would
0: be a wild card problem. I that, I, I, I,
1: I seriously I, think they're interested in Jimmy. I, you I, know, I know what I mean? i
0: surprised if he's one of the options. He's a came from came from <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Like.
1: They know the quarterback. You get
0: they know cheaper, you can get a cheaper deal done with Jimmy G. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. Aaron Rodgers, it, gotta, and it
1: fits with them wide receivers. Yeah. Jimmy gotta, actually fits with them.
0: You gotta deal it's, with that. You gotta deal with that, uh, that the all the mess with, with Aaron know mm-hmm, <laughs> Everything, mm-hmm, even his
2: money, you gotta deal with his contract. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. So, it's that, and also I wouldn't say, I mean, people are gonna say it's still kind of weird, but you know, it's still it still kind of makes sense to me. But if you don't want to pay your quarterback now, but somebody with a similar style, not saying it is the exact style, the Bears, they got the capital as well. Um, I mean, Fields, he still has that mobile ability that they can, that uh, Lamar Jackson, not not 100% the same, but somebody they can grow into. And then if he perhaps could be that guy, he might be able to do some work down there too. I mean, both teams need to do something because I know the Bears, they ain't too happy with their situation either. They ain't really recovered ever since that uh year the missed field goal kick from uh parky, I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. But the Bears is also an option, they got a high pick too as well. So I mean I ideally you wanna So what
1: you think you think Justin Fields need to be moved?
2: I don't. I mean, I mean if they're not gonna pay for a quarterback or anything like that, that if that's what that's what it seems like to me, because the fact that it's taking them this long to get a deal done. Is absolutely ridiculous, especially with somebody that's been mm-hmm. an MVP, received the accolades, mm-hmm. and done everything. Hold on, Martin. hold
1: on, Mark. Hold on. So you mean tell me Justin Fields needs to be gone from Chicago?
2: If I mean, I'm not saying that he needs to be, but if they don't want to, that's I'm. This why is going would so the Bears?
1: Why would the Bears
2: try to go after Lamar? Why? Mm-hmm. Because possibly, I mean, they'll be able. Be, they'll be able and to. They ain't no damn offensive
1: line, Mark.
2: They may not, but they may not. They might be able to cut some losses because they do also have some assets, too. You,
1: okay, they, so why wait. would you Why would you get rid of a quarterback that's younger than Lamar, not costing as much as Lamar, only to turn you around know and go grab Lamar to have to pay him that money that you could be spending on an offensive line for this young kid?
2: Clarence, I said the same thing about Aaron Rodgers up in Green Bay. And that we that's talking
1: about Aaron. We talking about, we talking about <laughs> it's, Justin Fields it's, and
2: Lamar Jackson. It's the same, it's the same situation, it's though, because it could it's have been, they could have been moved on. And, it's and, not. and, and now look at Green Bay,
1: because they it moved not. on too late. Now you got a look disgruntled Chicago, organization. But look at what Chicago did. Chicago went out, and they traded, and they got Chase Claypool to put with Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. So the, the goal is in Chicago, they're building around Justin Fields. They're going to go Maybe. and get some offensive linemen. Maybe. but you Okay, so let's say that they don't go get an O-lineman. Why would you still go? Why would Lamar be interested in going to the sorry-ass Chicago Bears, a, a- step a down from what he is in Baltimore? Because the he team have an, is better in Baltimore than it is in Chicago. Does, does he have a no-trade clause? I don't know no. if he do or not. Do, do, does, does, he don't does, want to does, go. Does, does on, he have on. a no-trade clause? Number one, because, Baltimore because the of- fuck him up. why would Baltimore fuck him over and say, we're going to send you to Chicago after because what you've want- given us? Because John Harbaugh was about to lose his job until Lamar came in there. Thanks. You see what I'm saying? Like, why would they do that to him to be, to be evil to Lamar? Lamar's not even making this contract thing a deal. He's not making this an issue. He didn't shut up this entire offseason about it. He's not saying nothing. What is he saying about this contract thing? Chicago's We're making it best, a deal.
0: Chicago's best option is to trade down and get some more yeah. points. And and
1: to get some linemen. Line. Line. It is.
2: It, it is. it is. And, and trust me, in, in this league, they've done things that have made no sense. I agree But it's a, I, possi- I agree. It's, it's a possibility. Like I, like, I, like I said, though, because you can still get assets. If Baltimore, if that's what they want to they want to start all the way over, the Bears have who's, that capital. They who, have who's the saying?
1: assets. But, but how do we know that Baltimore is in that space with Lamar where they're like, we're just going to gut everything? Because, but I mean, they, they made it to the playoffs even, this year. They, but they didn't even guarantee on the road without Lamar.
2: But they didn't even guarantee the coordinators that Lamar Jackson would even be there. So who are we to say that – was a, why would they not? They didn't even guarantee the coordinators that, this, that, the, that Lamar Jackson at the start of day one is going to be their quarterback. So they could be seeking assets. We cannot rule that out. So yes, it would yes yes. Although it may not seem like that they're on bad terms, but business is business, and the and the Ravens are going to want to get the most out of what they can, and they and they don't care even if it means they got to start all the way over. They will, I believe. You lost,
1: you lost me on Lamar going to Chicago. I I didn't say he would. I didn't didn't say he would, but
2: it's a possibility.
1: Absolutely no sense. I can see Atlanta more so than Chicago you know what i mean like you you, you got justin fields but, and justin fields is a talent he's a young yeah, talent he is so but, he's not, you're not but gonna, he's not getting paid right now he's a fucking
2: rookie mark I, that's the point he getting paid on rookie money though they would save money by not he having to pay for the quarterback
1: he can't even do that deal until until after his rookie contract is up this is only his first full year starting you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you don't I, even know what this potential is for Justin Fields yet. Like he hasn't I, even reached that. I just, we got really I, rushing I the ball. I mean, yeah, but passing no. I hear what you're saying,
0: Mark. Teams make dumb decisions all the time. It just, I just can't fathom Chicago, especially with that GM over there no. um, coming from our organization. Yeah, I yeah. don't see him saying, "Hey, <laughs> we got to." Let's trade our rookie quarterback, who we ain't got to pay. We can pay him peanuts right now and right. get pieces around, him right? And then go get Lamar Jackson and pay him yeah. fifty million a year. I just don't see that happen. <laughs> I mean, I mean there's also the,
1: the question mark in Chicago is the offensive line and David Montgomery. Yeah, those are the two issues that they have on offense. They can replace
0: David. They can replace David Montgomery.
1: That's it. Yeah. I also else do need on after, what else they that coaching offense What else do they
2: so, need on offense Even so, even so with the coaching scheme more because more. I watched even so with the coaching scheme though no, I question their coaching scheme too because there was a couple of times yeah, where right. honestly some of his coaching schemes is going to get his quarterback killed as well. I, I I'm not too fond of that as well either.
0: I, I didn't even know who their coaches was until the middle of the season. I was the coach old defense coordinator. Right. Oh,
2: okay. right. But it was it was bad but I mean like I said teams do outrageous things but you know They got the capital, who knows? So you can't rule nothing out.
0: I hear you. I I, I, I think Atlanta would make more sense because Atlanta, they need that surge of energy. With Lamar Jackson, if you're Atlanta, you'll pay that. You'll pay that
1: ticket. And if if Lamar and and the Ravens can't get the deal done, it's not going to be a situation where there's bad blood on either side. Like between him and that organization. That was the only organization to give him a shot at quarterback.
3: Yeah. It that is. Was the
1: only team. He saved Harbo's job. Like, he's an MVP in Baltimore. Like, if they can't get this deal done, it's not going to be a situation where the front office says, Well, we're going to fuck you and send you to Serbia. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to send him somewhere that gives him an opportunity to win. As nah, long as they can it, that. they're gonna get.
2: At, at the end of the day, a business is business. They ain't gonna care. I don't, I don't agree with that at all because they're gonna so you, get the okay. most of what they
1: Exactly. About. So that's why you send them to Chicago.
2: They don't. They don't care about that. I'm not saying it could be Chicago. I'm just saying that because they had capital over there. That's a possibility. But as far as um, to whoever, they can send players to whomever. whomever okay, it's just it's
1: is. just like Tyreek. Tyreek had two options. It was either the Jets or the Dolphins. They could have said, fuck you, Reek. We're gonna send you to New York. But they they gave him the opportunity to go home. They just built a house in Miami. There's no state tax in Miami. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't get the deal done. So it, it was, okay, we need something in return for you, Reek. But this is what we got in New York. This is what we got in Miami. And we appreciate everything you gave us. We couldn't get this deal done. Now, after the deal is over, you see Reek on TV, on his podcast, on some bullshit. Part of that had to do with his agent gaslighting his ass, yeah,
2: pushing really. him. Yeah, that was. He didn't want to did leave, leave whole- Kansas
1: City, so he is a little sour. But in a situation with Lamar, Baltimore doesn't do bad business who have they done bad business with this is true Here,
0: here's the here's they the, don't do
1: bad, And aussie smith is still or aussie is still around like here, who they do bad business with here's the thing though
0: and, but I, I agree with you clarence but here's the thing it's different when you have a, a g uh have an agent who's negotiating for you who can come to you and be like hey this is what the deal is this is what they're saying blah 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 we and should the more do don't this. have we one and he don't have one, so he's getting straight. <laughs> it's like it's one thing, like what, like okay, yeah, the organization loves you, Lamar, but now we at the business table, and I gotta mm, talk to exactly. you like a business man mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and now, and you might not like what I say right mm-hmm. now. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the language that I'm using because I'm mm-hmm. stern right now. I'm not coming into mm-hmm. you like, hey, Lamar, mm-hmm. we want your back. It's mm-hmm. like, no, nah, look, this is the numbers. Mm-hmm. This is what we feel. You've been injured the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. You yeah, haven't finished the last mm-hmm. two seasons. And lamar is sitting there back like but bruh i i i saved john Harper's job yeah yeah that's don't all i don't care mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's cool yeah but this is our deal can't get a lead. it is like mm-hmm. so when it goes that that's the part that i kind of do wish he had a, a, a agent. Mm-hmm. an agent because the agent can mm-hmm. be able to sit there and talk the agent's not going to get emotional right. right right yeah, right yeah, yeah, right yeah. When you've been with this organization since you started. It's it's gonna be a little bit of emotion there, and it, mm-hmm. and it, and it might t- it could turn a little right. sour. Absolutely, it like all, Absolutely. It like all the way sour, Absolutely. but it can turn a little Absolutely. sour. Absolutely, so when we get Absolutely. reports where it's like Lamar Jackson and the organization. Absolutely, Mar- Mar-
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, but you yeah. you gonna get those you gonna get those reports anyway because yeah. it, it's negotiation. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get those unless you just want a championship. Right. You know what I mean? And Lamar knows for the last two years he's been hurt. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I think Lamar is at a point where okay. he's like, shit, I know I'm better than Kyler. Man. Kyler got paid this. So right. I at least need to get <laughs> better than Man. Kyler's numbers. Like, y'all need Man, to pay he... me more than what Kyler is getting. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And, that, so and, he and, 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 and he's right. He does need to be paid better than Kyler because he is better than fucking Kyler Murray. Yes, on one ankle, on one leg, he's better than Kyler. You dig what I'm saying? And, and he's big. and even so, yeah, and even so, <laughs> even so, as we compare apples to apples
2: and oranges to oranges stuff like that, because now you're talking about up in Philly, you know, they're looking to extend uh Jalen Hurts. Hurts. So, then where do you put Hurts? Because at least Hurts has gotten there, he may not have the MVP status, he was runner up. So, where do you put him?
0: Yeah, but you got to look at the situation, too. Jalen Hurts had way better offense yeah. <laughs> than Lamar. Yeah. I bet mean, you yeah. Lamar but is yeah. in there. I wish I had a device. Yeah. I would have a device like
1: Bill. Yeah, you wish you yeah. had, devi-
2: yeah, <laughs> had that. Yeah. But you yeah, sure have to pay Jalen.
1: You're going to have to pay Jalen. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: yes yeah. but where But where, But where? where do you put them at for pay scale for pay scale? That's the question. That's where I'm having a hard time trying to figure well, out. Well,
1: it's just like Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk fucked up the market at wide receiver. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When he reset that shit, it fucked everything up. The Deshaun same thing Kyler Murray did. Kyler Murray Deshaun, fucked it up. Deshaun was watching. Stupid. Deshaun <laughs> watching number one and then Kyler. So in between those two, you got to find happy meetings for Jalen. You got to find mm-hmm. a happy medium for Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Look You're at Jalen. Jalen got his squad to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, but he's do, better than Kyler. Um, Deshaun only think, played, well, what, seven games? I mean, you got to pay him. You got to pay. You got to pay Jalen. Jalen's the face um, of the Eagles franchise. He's he's getting more than Deshaun and Kyler. Easy. He just got it to Super Bowl, and if they would have won the Super Bowl, he would have been the MVP. You're right, absolutely. Because
2: then, but here, but here's my point, though. Even so, where or my, not even my point, more my question: Who would you say should get paid more? Should it be Lamar Jackson or should it be Jalen Hurts?
1: It's got to be Jalen. My- Jalen because he got there. It's
0: got to be Jalen he
1: got there. Jalen because he and got there. T- and for two consecutive years, Lamar's been hurt. And,
0: and, and I will say, this, and I will say this about Jalen, um, it and it, it could have to do with the weapons, but I think I've seen a little bit far more significant, better throwing from mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts than mm-hmm. I did yeah. Lamar. Not to say the Lamar. I but mm-hmm. I think his, I think his transition from being in the pocket is better than Lamar. Go know?
1: back and look at that Baltimore Giants game.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. and that'll like tell
1: you it. everything you need to know about Lamar yeah. and that yeah. system this year. Part of that was him, and part of it was just Greg bad Roman personnel now. on the field. Yeah, can yeah. stay Roman, but yeah. yeah,
0: but no, no, bad football
1: all around. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I think th- I think hurts his his transition of showing mm-hmm. that he can stay in that pocket mm-hmm. and slay that thing mm-hmm. is far more better mm-hmm. than what I've seen mm-hmm. from Lamar mm-hmm. in his few years. Mm-hmm. Even his MVP mm-hmm. season, I mm-hmm. feel like this season was better than what <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. The mm-hmm. only if, if Patrick Mahomes didn't exist, Jalen Hurts would have been a unanimous MVP mm-hmm. and shit, mm-hmm. easily. Right? easily. Easily,
1: and, and, and when and when Baltimore tries to hit him with shitty facts like he can go back to well y'all took uh hollywood away from me you know what i'm saying y'all y'all took weapons away from me you know what i mean and expect me to make chicken salad out of chicken shit like that's just not cool so you feel Ray. me so yeah so so when they when they get on that bullshit you know what i'm saying lamar got ammo to come right back at him and be like y'all can talk that bullshit if you want to y'all took this dude away from me y'all gave me this Y'all kept me in this system, and I had to do the most with what I had. And as a result, I had to use my legs. And as a result, I ended up getting injured because of the system that y'all put me in and the inability mm-hmm. to be able to get the ball to the perimeter like I should. Like, you look at all these other quarterbacks that got all these weapons, and y'all ain't got me shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all got me uh, uh, a high-draft wide receiver who can't stay on the fucking field, and Rashad Bateman. You know what I'm saying? The only consistency that he's had has been Mark Andrews. You yep. know what I'm saying? Which is some bullshit. Like but Baltimore even so has he, did him a disservice by keeping him in this fucking system. Even so, it wasn't just him. I mean, you
2: saw the proof even with Huntley. I mean, you can go back to last year's game. It's like everybody knew the focus was Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. Mark Andrews. That's mm-hmm. all it was. There was a game where mm-hmm. they had played last year against Green Bay, and they were real close. And then it was very clear that everybody was looking at uh, Andrews as like being mm-hmm. the guy to get the ball. I think it was mm-hmm. one of those games where it was questionable if he was going to go for it after or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the obvious read was not there. And then he had a man coming clear across. Hollywood Brown, matter of fact, it was. Coming clear across on a drag. I'm like, this dude is wide open. I'm like, if they would have taught him. But, you know, it's, it just comes mm-hmm. to a, a failed mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Which is why you know they looking well, for an OC now. I, <laughs> I
0: remember
1: they got the OC. They need to get a new quarterback coach. I, re- I
0: that remember too. that. I remember that play. What they messed up also was they went and they made him do a bootleg to the right, so down and mm-hmm. short this field. So now yep. he had no choice but to go to market. If They just let him sit in the pocket and hike it. He could have read nope, and then hit Hollywood Brown in the back of the end zone. But yeah, I hate. Yep. I hate, I hate him, man. Like mm-hmm. I said. um, I think Jalen Hurst probably is going to get more than what Lamar is asking for, even though, you know, one has been to the Super Bowl, one has won the MVP. I get it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the season that Jalen Hurts, I, I, I have to put the season that Jalen Hurts just had is, is over what Lamar Jackson did that mm-hmm. season. And you have to put it over because Lamar was – he got knocked off in the first – in the divisional round, didn't he? They got knocked off in the divisional because they were the number one seed they did. I think. I think so. Yeah. They were the number 1 seed and they got knocked up. They got knocked up by Tennessee Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They got knocked up mm-hmm. by Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee had knocked off the Patriots. That was the year that we had went to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, they had knocked off um they had the knocked Georgia. off the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, yeah. Um I, I mean, I, hope, open- I I hope the I hope Lamar gets paid, but I hear what Clarence is saying too is like the past two seasons, bro, you've been hurt.
1: And now if Baltimore franchise tag him here's what here's the the dilemma so i think somebody said that Lamar should should not play it if he don't play it he's doing himself a disservice because they're going to change this offense in mm-hmm. if he don't play in it they don't know what he can do he needs to play in it and bet on himself and say y'all change this offense now look i got 4,000 yards passing. He's gonna have to prove to everybody that he can stand in the pocket and throw the football,
2: especially at the one way or another.
1: Off. Nobody is going. He's got to prove that shit. It's just like Mike Vick. When Mike Vick got home and he went to Philly, like he proved that he was bigger than running the football, and he proved that he was a pocket. He could be a pocket passing quarterback when he got to Philly. Mm-hmm. Lamar gonna have to do the same thing, though. Whether it's in Baltimore or it's somewhere else. He, I mean, he would be better off staying in Baltimore, but stranger things have happened. He could end up somewhere else. Either way it goes, he's going to have to prove that he can throw the football from the pocket. That's the biggest thing with Lamar. We know what he can do with his legs. can he stay in the pocket and throw the football? Patrick is not a... a scramble out of the pocket quarterback yeah he extends plays by moving around but the end game for Patrick is to throw the football Mm -hmm. you know what I mean if Tom Brady was mobile as Patrick Mahomes Tom Brady would have been doing the same shit Patrick is doing Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying you look at Aaron Rodgers all those years Aaron was just as mobile as Patrick is manipulate the pocket and throwing the football down the damn field you know what I mean like it is what it is so Lamar's gonna have to prove to the league that he can beat you with his arm. He's gonna have to fucking prove it. Yeah, and even so, and even so, and even so, to add
2: to that too, you know, as far as you talk, we talk about the Patrick Mahomes uh, movement and all that stuff, and him so having to use his legs at time of the time. The biggest growth was using like utilizing his running backs too, and you start to see him using the check downs and understanding that, and that's that's just part of the thing. But like you said though, Lamar Jackson, though, he got to add that element
1: of being it's consistent to. in new targets. He's got
2: to. Um, personally, I don't think he's going to be with the Ravens. I mean, I don't know where else he's going to be, but I would not be surprised wearing a, uh wearing a different uniform.
1: Even still, he's going to have to throw the football.
2: He, yeah, he, he is. I, he you is. I just, hope he, I just hope he end up with the right coordinator to help him get mm-hmm. there. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just what I hope. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be, otherwise, it'd be another one of those would have, could have, should have, what if stories. That's that's my biggest concern because Lamar Jackson, he was a talent, you know, you, especially the MVP year. I'm like, oh, this dude is doing something different, you know, but I, I with him, like I said, the last two years, him not playing, um, that's a real sore spot. And even so, I mean, every quarterback mm-hmm. might have a sore spot. Even so, you know, we talk about Jalen Hurts, you know, he's going to get his money and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Was he like mm-hmm. 17 and one over the last two seasons? Mm-hmm. um i probably say the only black guy that i have to that is the schedule that they had that's mm-hmm. probably if there's a thing to critique mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. but you know that's you know that's but kudos he, to know, the whole line.
0: but he stabbed himself in the in the super bowl to show mm-hmm. that it wasn't just the season mm-hmm. you know i put yeah up, i put up yardage against the chiefs mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm so. yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah but you know it's going it's to be it's going to be interesting to see what Jalen Hur- uh jaylen hurts does um Hopefully I think they said Lane Johnson wasn't a re- a retiring, so that's a good mm-hmm. thing for them. Mm-hmm. Um obviously you still got the question Jason. with Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um and also if they change the rule, which I personally don't think they should, I have no issue with that. The whole scrum at the one-yard line thing, whatever. Yeah. I think that's stupid. Yeah. Whatever.
3: <laughs>
2: on, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm I'm, I'm indifferent to I'm, I'm like, look, I'm like so, I mean, are you going to penalize a team for building their offensive line at the way mm-hmm. they did and then they got, you know, they got innovative? That's like saying, mm-hmm. telling Mahomes, oh, you got four superstar wide receivers, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden. So now you can't mm-hmm. throw the ball past 50 yards. Let mm-hmm. them yeah. do what they
0: What they don't want to happen is um, – a team to be third and do this third, fourth and fourth and two, third and one, and do that all down the field.
1: But if, if defenses can not stop it, I mean, shit. I'm just saying that they don't want the you product saying, to look man? like that. They don't man, want the product. Give a it. damn. It's I about it's man. about winning football games. And, and those wish- assholes are sitting up there in their suits. They not out there playing these games. It's 17 fucking weeks plus the playoffs. Like you gotta you gotta move the football and find ways to win in the National Football League. Ain't shit I handed mean, to you, so run say, that damn sneak until they stop that motherfucker.
0: I will say this. right. I so, will say this: if they, they, it is you know a little bit of player safety The nose tackle got. Man, all that fuck
1: power. all that, Chris. All that, all that. <laughs> there ain't no player <laughs> safety, saying, nothing, man. Fuck all tackle, that. You got all that pounds. Do you hear the players saying that? Do you hear <laughs> the players saying that shit? <laughs> you know, whatever. The offensive players is like, yeah, we did that shit, and they can't stop it. So, man, fuck all that. Stop it. Learn how to stop the shit. You can't stop it. Then tough titty. You win some, you lose some. (laughs) Shit, we couldn't stop it against Philly, but yet still we still won that game, right? I'm just saying. I'm telling you, man. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't give a damn what they say. They're not not even talking about. It is not. We know
0: it's not about player safety. It's about the product.
1: They don't want. They don't want.
0: They don't want Philly to, to on every third and.
1: Three to do that, I, okay. Well, then tell them to tell these defenses to stop the shit. Y'all don't exactly. like it, then stop it. Okay, so if you taking that away from offense, you got to take something away from defense, then
2: they take everything. They take
1: everything.
2: I mean, I mean, I mean, in that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, ain't that the job of the defensive coordinator to figure out thank that's you. what they get paid to do? Thank you, thank you. They thank you, that's their job. Thank you. If that was the case, then don't pay defensive coordinators, just have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coaches, mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. way I feel
1: about
2: it. Mm-hmm. I I had no okay. Issue so
1: it. if offense gets to keep that, then get a defense back. They 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 chucks. Let them grab it. The, let them grab the <laughs> wide receivers. If if the offense get to keep that, then get the defense something back. You know what I'm saying? Like balance the shit. But the offense don't want to give up that play because it's right. What ninety two percent of the time. So let deep. So let DBs hold again. I mean, they, they, it I should mean, be harder for shoes to get off the line of screens. What, I,
0: what I've also heard was that what makes it illegal is that there's a lot of false start. Like the players can move before the snap is even called. So it's like mm-hmm. you already got the defense off balance. So it, mm-hmm. is, okay. so it is kind of an illegal move because it's kind of a mm-hmm. T-code. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm, I'm already moving and the defense yeah. got to kind of be
2: like, ah! <laughs> I mean, we could pull up tape without even looking at that play specifically when it was uh there was a number of false starts especially on the, mm-hmm. I think it was the uh right tackle possible mm-hmm. he was Lay moving not, around like there was, was like oh, the you it serious he always false starts mm-hmm. this dude had a full blown hike before mm-hmm. the ball the ball was even snapped yeah mm-hmm. That's what Lane Mm Johnson does does best. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. what the league does with it is what they do with it. I mean, I will say this, though, as far as with the the league on the offensive side, they addressed uh, as far as with the offensive PIs with the pick plays and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like one of those things on the other side. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how this league does. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, you know, every time they come, every time the Chiefs win, they do come up with some kind of ridiculous rule anyway. So I'm just waiting for it. I'm just waiting mm-hmm. for it. So
0: it's about time mm-hmm. that somebody else got a rule next to these Fuck mm-hmm. the Eagles, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you, mm-hmm. now you see what it's like to be a chief. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they just talking about changing some other rule. When they talking about changing the rule, because of uh, I forgot. They talking about, they talking about changing the rule. I know that one chick said something about changing the uh, the roughing or the uh, the roughing, not the roughing the passer, but the, what should they rule? What was the rule? Pat went out of bounds.
1: Uh, unnecessary roughness rule. Who said that?
0: One chick on a round talking about, uh They should make it a five-yard, not a 15-yard. You know, make- I
1: tell you what. Tell her ass to run towards the that's, sideline. Let somebody that- push on her damn back. And then she can see how it feels to get pushed while you running full speed. Run your ass full speed and let somebody run behind you 300 pounds or push you in your back, lady, and watch you fly fucking eight feet in the air. Especially
0: when you got a high angle, Spray and you don't want to yeah. plan
1: on that thing. <laughs> Fuck your facial up, woman. Shut up talking that mess. Shit. Speaking of media.
2: That, that, that's why that's, that was like that was like that's like um when they made that change, they just uh made it unanimous 15 yards with the face mask. Remember before it used to be five yard or fifteen. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what's the difference between a five and a fifteen? And, uh, face mask is face mask. Fuck all that. So don't overcomplicate it. Speaking
0: of media, mm-hmm. we got a little media amnesia out here, fellas. Which part? You <laughs> got people out here claiming that we're delusional, that they didn't say that the Chiefs weren't gonna make the Super Bowl, that we just we're sitting up here just just making stuff up. We're trying to play the underdog role. We we all picked the Chiefs. They was they seem like they all picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. They picked us to win the division, not the Chargers, not the Raiders, not the Broncos. They picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl and win the division this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got people, people like, like that one dude, Jason McIntyre, talking about, oh, we're delusional. Give me, show me some receipts. And then when people showed him the receipts, he wanted to discredit the people.
1: Yeah, I thought you were talking about that one dude.
0: Oh, we're gonna talk about him too in a minute. <laughs> we're gonna talk about him in a minute. But Mark, what you think about this media amnesia that's going around? I mean,
2: from the team that's supposed to win, or you know, the team I mean, y'all y'all made y'all made this and painted that narrative since day one. Even so, like as far as it going to the MVP conversation. And I actually had to do my homework on one of them. It was like, as far as like, just to see, just to amuse myself, as far as like, you know, Mahomes and him always taking a backseat and him somehow being the number two or number three quarterback. Remember that year when Lamar Jackson was the favorite as the number one overall player, they had Mahomes down to number four. Remember that tweet that Mahomes put out there? That pencil with the notepad? Mm -hmm. Y'all did this. And then and then unfortunately mm-hmm. on this part this past year mm-hmm. when it was talking about the MVP, I did a little due diligence, you know, as far as with that. And it was talking about um uh Josh Allen is the leading candidate as far as it to be the MVP winner this year. It was
0: Josh so, Allen. You know, it was Justin Herbert. <laughs> it was
2: Joe Burrows. They didn't even mention that. I, I said I said, let me let me paint this narrative to help me help me. Maybe you can help me make sense of this, especially after this coming year. Pat Mahomes, as far as that, with the the total points combined of the games lost this year, was ten points for the season. Ten. Joe Burrow plays the Browns on Monday Night Football and gets blown out by nineteen in one game. Josh Allen uh, played in in the playoffs. Gets blown out at home to the Bengals and loses by 17. Mahomes had never lost by lost the whole season. Like as far as the games combined was by 10, mm-hmm. but yet y'all still going to have them four, or five, or whatever. And then y'all want to talk about you know these different, you know, as far as with the team perspective. Um, the they basically said the Bills was the team the team to beat, especially after the Chiefs had lost to them in that earlier matchup. And then that narrative shifted, you know, when the bills were kind of shaky. You know, Von Miller got his injury, and then the the Bengals got hot. Oh, the Bengals are the team to beat. And then, and then, you know, as for you know, as far as I mean, I get the whole analytics as far as like you know this player is hurting, that hurt. Y'all painted that narrative. The media, the they books, painted,
0: they painted the narrative when we traded away Tyreek Hill. Once That's, we traded away Tyreek Hill, they was like, up. Oh. It's over now. They ain't, to the to they ain't gonna be able to throw the ball to. It. They ain't gonna throw the ball to. ain't gonna score no touchdowns. They go, it's gonna be harder this year. Uh, what? Mahomes is about to get exposed because he ain't got that safety blanket, he can't just throw it down the field no more. He ain't got Tyreek Hill to flip the coverage, you know, to, to so he could see the field the, the way he sees it, you know. Uh, he just got Travis K. You just double Travis now, and it's over. They can't score. They're gonna score ten points a game, pretty much. You know, like it was. It, it was just all season. You know, from, even before the season started, they had started the next. Mm-hmm. They had already, and then all the moves that that the AFC just AFC West alone was making. You know, you got Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. You got going to the Raiders. You got you got uh, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. You had all them defensive Khalil Mack. And, and J.C. Jackson going to the Chargers. And everybody, oh, they're they going to win it this year. This is the year. And once again, it fell flat in their face. And now they're trying to walk it back because the Chiefs kept knocking down all the narratives. They were the number one offense in all statistical categories. Uh, they went to the play. They were the number one seed this year. And they end up winning the Super Bowl. And one another, more question. Could- yeah.
2: What more could you ask for? I mean, you can't. And you know, it just comes to show you can't discredit the GM because I mean, and and it was nowhere even mentioned really. Everybody just talked about Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. The rookies, the rookies actually stepped it up. Matter of fact, I think this was like the first game. I think they said, "I have to go." I have to go back to track. When it says is like the first time they had two rookies that scored in the Super Bowl or something like that, because mm-hmm. Sky Moore, who ain't scoring all year, got his first touchdown. And then uh, Pacheco got in the end zone too, because mm-hmm. they had low expectations for their rookies, which is actually comes to show you as far as like the kind of, not just what happens on the field, but the kind of stuff that happens off the field and how they draft too. So yeah. the Chiefs have been nothing but disrespected all year long. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. Yeah, but then you want to pull up, but then you want to sit there and go off and talk about, say, oh, I got receipts and everything. Go ahead and pull up their receipts. I'll take you, you, you go ahead and keep your receipts. See, we'll see your receipts when you raise your ring. How about that? Right,
0: All right. now, uh, I was gonna let Clarence go off a little bit, but he, he I don't know, maybe he had to step out. Uh, I was gonna talk about the loser Bengal fan who pretty much, you know. Threaten <laughs> us. I'm not going to mention his name. He, he doesn't get no, his name just gets no run on Arrowhead Chief Pocket. He's a loser Bangle fan. That's what he is. That's what he is. A loser. he got on social media pretty much threatened Chief's Kingdom and said that Patrick Mahomes, oh, he better not have a game with a pick next year because if he does, I'm going to be on y'all asses. It's like, and do what? And do what? What is he going to do? So, it, it, okay, Let's Mahomes has a bad game. What does that mean? Does that destroy his two Super Bowls? Does that take away his two MVPs? Does that take away any of his other accolades that he's won? All the records that he's broken so far. Does that take away from that? And who are you? Who are you to tell us how we're supposed to fare? Yes, we're going to show you these receipts. Yes, but we're enjoying the Super Bowl at the same time. This is what happens when you when you poke the bear. All season, y'all have been poking the bear, especially Bengal fans. Coming at us all season with your chest all poked out. Y'all beat us in the regular season. Your chest was really poked out. Then the weekend of, of the uh, the AFC Championship, y'all were just comfortable. Oh, I'm just wondering who we going to play in the Super Bowl. The Eagles or the, or the 49ers? Burrowhead, all that stuff. 0 oh and 3. 0 oh and 3, all that. But it don't mean nothing. Because y'all beat us, yeah. Y'all beat us three times. And y'all beat us in the ASC championship game last season. But y'all didn't get the job done. You didn't win the Super Bowl. We did. We showed y'all how to finish the game. We showed y'all how to finish the deal. Get a ring. So until y'all get a ring, you can't talk to us. You can't talk down to us. You can't tell us what you expect from us as a fan base at all because you're beneath us. Your your trophy case has an AFC championship in there. That's it. It's going to collect dust. We got Super Bowl champions. Three of them, matter, matter of fact. Three Super Bowl trophies in there. Pat's about to have two rings. Burrow has zero. And you better hope that y'all can keep some of them pieces on that team. Because there's always a team that goes from first to worst. And I'm it's early. We're we'll going to wait till the offseason. You might be one of my bold predictions that they go from first to worst.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if they miss the playoffs next year. I mean, you pretty much said spot on. I think it was absolutely ridiculous talking about the 0-3s and only 3 blah, 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 and everything. I said, truth be told, I said, bills get a little bit more credibility than you guys. The 90s bills get more credibility. I mean, they went to four, but at least they went to four. They lost 0-4, but you don't hear them bragging about that. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl and got smoked by the Niners. 55 to 10, if I stand, Yeah, there.
0: they got smoked. <laughs> That's y'all claim the fame. Y'all go to Super Bowls and lose them. I don't want to hear nothing from any other fan base telling us how that we supposed to fail. And then you got this loser. I don't even want to say his name. I blocked him because I, I'm tired of hearing his voice. Coach JB Brown from last chance. U gets on any publication that allows him to talk and talks about how Old oh, mediocrity is the thing in the NFL. My homes is gimmicky. I'll take Joe Burrows, I'll take Josh Allen, I'll take Aaron Rodgers over him. Why? So, you like losers? That's what you like. You like guys who lose. That's what you're telling me. Man won two Super Bowls, has been the MVP twice, but he's mediocre. No disrespect to Andy Reid, but Andy Reid didn't get his two Super Bowls until he got Mahomes. You would have a case to make, Coach J.B., if in Philly he was just bringing Super Bowl championships to the Chiefs. But he wasn't. The knock on Andy Reid was he couldn't get it done in a big game. And he finally got a quarterback that can kind of go that can go above the X's and O's because that's the type of quarterback that Andy Reid needs. Yes. Did he coach him up and get the best out of Mahomes? Of course. That's what that's why he's a great coach. He's a quarterback whisperer. He always gets the best out of any quarterback that you put with Andy Reid. He's going to get the best out of that quarterback. But. The thing that Mahomes brings to the table is he can go beyond the X's and O's when things ain't working. Mahomes just straps it up and says, "I got this. I'm gonna put y'all on my back and I'm gonna win the game." And how many times has Mahomes done that for Andy?
2: Mm-hmm. And even so, it's like you know, the IQ of Mahomes is going up and up and up, up year, and by year by year by year. The, pri- the, the prime example wasn't even in that misformation. In the, it's like not every quarterback understands how to Man, do that. They you're talking all about timeout. You're talking about a quarterback that couldn't even really read a defense and openly admitted it in the first in his first starting season.
0: But you knew he was smart when, even with Matt Nagy's admitting that he gave him the plays to go over, which I, th- I personally think that was just—I think that was Andy Reid really knew about that already. I think he told Nagy to give him the plays to see his study habits. I think that's what that was a testament for. Let's see his study habits. Let's see if he's going to cram and study. And when we come back to this chop talk, I'm going to see how much he studied. And I think Andy Reid already knew that. Like, I I think Mahomes thought he played them or him and Maggie. No, I think Nagy was sent to Mahomes before he got drafted. And they said, hey, give him the plays. Let's see how he studies. Let's see if if he's coachable." And he showed it. And you should have known his IQ then. The man, five, so. the man threw five. The man five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. Barely know how to read defenses.
2: And the crazy part about it, to say average, average quarterbacks don't throw five thousand yards. They don't have five thousand yard seasons. In their first season, they don't throw no fifty touchdowns. That's not average. To call somebody average and even so to have five thousand in in this in this pre in this past season, having to do it a whole different way, it's called evol- It's called evolving, sir. It's yeah. called evolving. When you don't have to throw the deep ball, you know, you can know you can trust in those mid-range or even short range throws. And 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 then that's the
0: knock on him this year. Because he ain't the last year was like, oh, he needs to learn how to take what the defense gives him. And then and then now he's taking what the defense. Oh, he's doing his dinking and dunking down the That's what Skip Bailey said. Oh, he's doing it dinking and dunking down the field. Tom Brady made his career off of dinking and dunking down the field. Mm-hmm. When he lost Randy and all those deep threat guys, he was throwing it to the running back. James White was a fantasy league God. <laughs> because he was getting the ball out the backfield. So, like I said, to all you fans out there and to all you dumb media people, I just saw somebody else posted something, oh, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts outplayed Mahomes, and if I'm a GM, I'd want Jalen Hurts over Mahomes. Like, man, come on, man. Stop giving these people platforms to talk. Let's just stop. Let's cut it out. Don't mention Mahomes' name and any other quarterback next to him, unless you're talking about Joe Montana, Elway, Peyton Manning. That's what space he's in right now. I don't want to hear nothing about Joe Burrow. I don't want to hear nothing about Josh. I don't want to hear Herbert. You can let them two fight it out for number two. But the rest, but all that other stuff, when it comes to my homes, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear and, and, and any any fan base who's telling us how we supposed to celebrate, how about you win the Super Bowl first and then know what it's like to celebrate?
2: Boy, most teams get there because here's the reality. I mean, you can talk about – I mean, like I said, you know, we was talking about how they was you know, bringing on that whole 0-3, well, guess what? It changed this year to 1-3, and 3, and this still can rise, can wear it 2-3, and 3, and they can catch up. <laughs> that can change. You know what you can't change? The fact that they went, that Mahomes went to straight, five straight AFC it's title true. games. You right. can't change that. That's ignorant and stupid to continue to throw this whole same old, same old thing and everything, because guess what? That stuff can change bottom line you know what can change your team you know what can change your mouth you know what could change maybe your team get into the super bowl but to sit here and discredit because your team sucks and can't get the job done that's uh that's a your team problem i can't help it that your old line is like is depleted or whatever maybe y'all gm should fix that Our GM did and it took them a year to do it the Bills has been trying to figure out that problem for what the last four or five seasons they've been trying to figure out their running back situation the last four or five seasons because the only running back that we recognize is josh allen at least that's the only one i recognize and In cincinnati
0: what hurt the buffalo bills was losing brian dayball that's what was well, that people. was the
2: blow that's,
3: that's why i didn't help
2: I, I was not i even said that if we could pull up that receipt that's the only time where I will say let's pull up the receipts of what we said. I said, I don't know. Them losing Brian Dayball could be a big blow because mm-hmm. defensive coordinators or offensive coordinators, when that whole shift stuff, you know, that happens, it makes a big difference. And guess what?
0: Don't be pissed, man. Don't be pissed, Joe. No, be happy.
2: No, it, it, it don't make no difference. This, this, this is just the reality. If we are – if if they're going to sit there and be delusional, it's like, then let's deliver the facts while they stay delusional because they can't argue the facts. They can't change the fact that the Chiefs got it done this past if They can't change the fact that they got it done without Tyreek Hill and all these other naysayers. They can't take back a lot of stuff they said. They said what they said, and guess what? They failed and just like the other 31 teams that tried to beat the Chiefs. That's the yeah. point, blank, bottom line. And the, fact, and, the, and the crazy part about it, I mean, the when – you know, when Tyreek Hill left and all this other stuff, realistically, this was your chance to get it done. Because guess what? These rookies in second years, all they're going to do is grow and be better and be hungry and beyond. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I say what I had to say to all these to the loser bangle fan and to anybody else who's trying to come at Chiefs Kingdom, uh, how we celebrate, you know what you can do. know what you can do all right mark man you know let's get into some chief off-season storylines you know what i'm saying we got a lot we got a few players that you know need contracts you know free agency or extensions so i'm gonna run through some names and you know we'll we'll talk about them you know a little bit now of course the elephant in the room orlando brown now You know how we all feel about Orlando Brown. He's very inconsistent. You know, there's games where he looks great, and then there's games where he looks bad. And in the playoffs, I will well, other than the Jack, you know what Jacksonville, even though I look back at that play, that was more so of a of a player because he had him, but it was more so just Arden Key working back, hustling back to the play. He Mm -hmm. had him, he had him initially. It was just Arden Key. He just came came around. He just came all the way around. He came back and got. So I know we killed Orlando Brown for the whole you know ankle injury, but initially he actually did do his job. It was just that Arden key you know how long did that
2: play take? That's my question i I forgot it, how long that it, it, it was. T- it took a
0: minute it wasn't like it wasn't like he just whipped around him and got him yeah like Orlando Brown pushed him all the way around and then he just mm-hmm. he just hustled back he kept he kept his motor going. You know what I'm saying? Because most guys, they stop once they get, you know, way out of the field of play. Um, so initially for the playoffs, he played good. He played good yeah. in that game. He played good in the AFC Championship. He was great. He was great in the Super Bowl. Now the reports out there that the Chiefs are going to franchise tag him, which is going to be a little bit under $20 million, which is like, I think it's like $19.9 million. um Okay. Do you think that he plays on the franchise tag or do you think they sign him to a deal?
2: I think they're going to get it done this year. I think they're going to give him a deal. I mean, I'm sitting there. Honestly, I was pondering on that thought, like probably the last 24, 48 hours as, as far as what to do with him. And. You know, I said I said that he had to really peak in the postseason to get it done, and you know, we talk about all the different factors as far as what the, you know, what that line I look at I'm looking at for him from his perspective as far as like having to deal with those first eight teams and who they had to go against and whatnot, and the fact that they held this the team with the most sacks in the Philadelphia Eagles on the biggest stage to zero sacks, and it basically, you know, they did they, they he did his part and did what he was supposed to. Um, I mean, I think. Now that he's got his ring, he's thinking as far as for the legacy and what he could do because if he stays with his Kansas City team, I strongly believe he's going to get more. I mean, as we get into that, talks as far as if you can make that argument if it's a dynasty or not or whatever. I think they do get a deal done. I think he does stick around, and they'll continue to build, especially, you know, you still got young pieces, you know, dealing with the Creed you and seeing what Yang and all these other players are doing. So I think you give him a deal. But, they, yeah, I heard about that, too,
0: with Wiley. <laughs> I did not hear about that. We, we about, we're going to get into Wiley in a minute. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I I, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think they do get a deal done with Orlando Brown. Um, um, Probably somewhere five, six years, 100-something million. Yeah. Probably 50 million guaranteed, something like that. I can see them doing something like that. I can see it. And, you know, they'll structure that contract to where, you know, they probably can structure in a way where they can have an out probably in like year three
1: if, yeah, it, doesn't,
0: it, if it doesn't pan out. So I can see them doing something like that. Um, but I don't I do not dismiss if they don't. I do not dismiss them uh, letting him play on the franchise tag again this year.
2: It's a strong possibility, too.
0: I do not dismiss that. Um, now, just mentioned it, Andrew Wiley. Um, now, Andrew Wiley had a pretty good. Pro season, I will say towards the end of the season, he got better, but definitely in the postseason, he was really good. Um, look, I I wish for Andrew Wiley the best. He got super, he got another, he got two Super Bowl rings now because he was with the first Super Bowl team. I um, I think that you let Wiley walk, and you see what you got in in Lucas Niang who I think is more better athletically when it comes to, you know, uh, being able to deal with some of these pass rushers. Maybe even see you let him and maybe uh, Darius Kennard, who they drafted last year, see what you got in him. Or you draft a right tackle. You can draft a right tackle and, you know, you, you solidify yourself with a young right tackle on that side. Maybe him and the right tackle can battle it out. Him and Lucas Liang can battle it out, whatever. But. You see what you got in that right tag. You see what you got in Lucas Niang or said rookie. And then you let Orlando Brown play on the franchise tag. And then the following season, you could throw whoever on that left side and see what you got with that. Um, But I let Wiley walk. I'm not signing my Wiley to a deal. Even though I think you probably can get Wiley on a cheap deal. (laughs) One good game out of (laughs) two. one i, I don't have a 10 years no but no, yeah, uh, definitely um yeah uh i would let i will let andrew Riley walk. i'm letting him walk. i
2: mean you know the i mean the proof as far as was far what beach is able to do i mean they'll get the replacements they'll get it done and whatnot so i mean i would say you know obviously thankful for the service as far as what he did you know right? to get back to this point, to get to this stage and to be able to, not everybody can say they had one-time championship to him to be a two-time champion.
0: Yeah. That's
2: big ups to him. And, so. and, and
0: Wally's going to get paid somewhere else. Somebody's going to pay Wally. Somebody's yeah. going to pay Wally. So he's going to get his money. It's just, I don't think, because I know a lot of people will say, oh, that does good for the morale in the locker room. Look, man, <laughs> it's business. <laughs> and I think not paying Andrew Wally is not going to, Turn the morale down in the locker room. Be like, man, they ain't no. sound wildly. Man, I'm out of here. I'm to Trade me now.
2: Like, no. Yeah, fifty four. Some other some other players in that locker room, plus practice player, plus coaching staff. They, they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, about time.
2: Now I get my chance. Right. I mean, we if we get. I mean, the way I see, it, if Sorensen got another chance, and I'm sure it would be. I mean, it, it, it's, we're fine.
0: Yeah, yeah Andrew Wylie get a chance somewhere else.
2: Don't be surprised. Yeah. He, he might be a raider next year. You never know. It's a possibility. I mean, people anyway. people always look for linemen, and linemen is like gold nowadays. So. it is. It is. I mean, I mean, hey, Cincinnati looking for linemen, so you know how that goes. He might be over, he might be over there. He um, might be there too.
0: Now, the other big uh contract extension that we need to be, you know, looking at is Chris Jones. Now, Chris Jones. Probably is going to be looking for somewhere close to the Aaron Donald extension, which I think he got three years, $95 million guaranteed. So it's going to be somewhere in there, somewhere in that, in that, in that range. Um, I'm, you know, I've always been vocal. You, you bring back Chris Jones. He's, he's the leader on this defense. He's an anchor on this defense. You cannot replace a Chris Jones getting interior pass rush. Is they don't grow on trees. You can get your defensive end guy that come up the edge and rush the pasture. You can't find Chris Jones. That's a really good guy. I mean, he was like the best interior. Yeah.
2: He was the best interior defensive line. I mean, Aaron Donald owned that list. I mean, there was a uh, somebody put that out there where all you saw was Aaron Donald's like best interior lineman, and then he finally got over that hump. So where he could say he's the best, and arguably he probably could have been the defensive player of the year, but obviously you know it's hard to top. Um, I mean, there's nothing you can do as a so Bosa, He earned he earned that. There's nothing you can do about that. It's yeah. probably with the sacks, but he did what he needed to do. He got his sacks. He made he made the key stops. He did everything you could possibly ask for. He was the man of the match where he needed to be. Um, what what else? And also and even so, his play. Affected other key players, mm-hmm. even so with the Dunlaps and the Saunders and all these other players, you know, down the line, even with our rookies and how that showed, I mean, you, you have to, it's, there's, it's non, it's, it shouldn't even be a discussion. Yeah. You take care of it. Get, get the deal done. Get him his yeah. paper.
0: Yeah, yeah, you extend them. Plus you want to get that cap. You know, cap number down because he's gonna be guaranteed, he's gonna be thirty-five million on the books next year. So you definitely wanna get that cap number down um for next season. So you can extend the cap so we can possibly get more players up in here, uh, whether it be free agency or through a trade or whatever. Um
2: yep, but definitely, because pretty soon, because pretty pretty soon, I mean it's very important to get something taken care of as far as with Brown and Jones as well, because you gotta think about it. We're probably going to start having talks, I mean, about uh, the Creed Humphreys. I know, granted, he's going into his third year. I'm pretty sure they're going to start getting into that discussion as far as with him and what to do and whatnot and so forth.
0: Yeah. Um, another player that's looking might be looking at an extension is the Jarius Now, here's the thing with the Jarius Sneak, and I think he's great. I love Jerry, the Jarius I think they should extend him, but I'm going I'm to take you from a GM's perspective. They don't necessarily have to extend him this offseason. They can make him play on his final year of his rookie year. And it's not like what is he going to do? <laughs> unless unless he wants to demand a trade, and I don't think he's going to do that. Because he wants to win, he, he wants the possibility of winning the Super Bowl. So, he'll play on that he'll play on his last year of his rookie deal. Now, if I'm Brett Beach, he looks at the AFC Championship game where the Jerry Sneak gets hurt. And what happened? Yeah, rookie DB's out there that stepped up. You got these young guys that are going to be second year. They're going to emerge. The Trent McDuffie's, the Jalen Watson, the Joshua Williams. Possibly they draft another guy this offseason in the draft. You let Lajarius Need play. Next year you franchise tag him and you try to get something for him. Because corners, good corners come at a premium. So maybe you did franchise tag him next season. If he has another great, you know, the contract year is always undefeated. Teresa Payl, I used to say that all the time. And he could have another great, he could add on a great season, add on top of another great season. Now he's he's definitely going to be a first-round talent, and you can get a first-round pick for him. Now, mind you, like I said, I think we should extend him because he's one of the leaders in that DB room. And the young guys look up to him. Trent McDuffie's, Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson, they all look up to that guy. But I'm also thinking from a business standpoint, and I know Brett Veach. Plus, he don't like paying guys that's 27 years old, y'all. And he'll be 27 next year. So I can see him saying, we ain't going to pay you this year. we we'll gonna let you play your last year <laughs> on your rookie contract. And then, you know, the negotiations could happen, but now, do you want to pay him if he has another great season? Because now that price is going to go up. That's a, that's what John Dorsey used to mess up at. John Dorsey used to pay out <laughs> a year late, and, and dudes would ball out, and then he had to pay that high, higher price. And that's how mm-hmm. we got in that cap hell. Brett Beast don't do that. So I'm saying you, you you're already going to have to pay Jones maybe, and you're going to also have to pay. Christian Or uh, uh, pay Orlando Brown. So I'm saying Legarius Sneed might be mm, – he might not get paid this offseason. They might look at it like we trust our coaches to develop these young corners. And then year three, now we can roll with Trent McDuffie and Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams as our three corners. And maybe – You can buy some time. And, and and then we could get something for LeJarrius Sneed. Thank you, especially if we win the Super Bowl. You got two Super Bowl rings. Thank you for your services Lajarius. We're going to send you somewhere that you want to go. Where you want to go? You talk to your agent. Y'all find the team that wants you. We'll send you. We'll do what we did with Tyreek Hill. We'll send you off on their page. That's all I'm saying. Just look at it that way.
2: And even so, to add on to that, I mean, and realistically, we haven't talked about the other name on defense. I mean, I'm gonna wait till that segment comes around too. So, I think it's a situation. It's either they're gonna pay one or they're gonna pay neither, and they're going like I said, you know, you pretty much spoke right on it. It's like they trust these uh, DCs and you know these court, and these coaches to be able to get them right, get them prepared. You know that one game spoke for itself when they were able to perform. Because when the Jerry Smith went out, I'm like, oh boy, exactly, it's gonna be a problem.
0: But we all did rookies,
2: that. But for them rookies to hold their own, and, you know, like I said, probably, it was probably a testament to the schedule that prepared them to get to this moment mm-hmm. and, and even so carry on to the Super Bowl and stuff like that. They made some adjustments and did what they supposed to do. I, I don't know. I mean, just, it's one of those things we have to wait and see. But I would not rule out <laughs> until we talked about that other name, it's either one or the other or none. That's all I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Now, Juju's going to be a free agent this year. Now, Juju, I feel like he had a good season with us. Um, I think that if he didn't get that concussion, he would have well over 1,000 yards this season. Um, His role kind of got diminished. I think they was trying to ease him back into the lineup, get him ready for the playoffs. Um, But he made big catches for us this season. He really did. Mm -hmm. Made some crucial third downs for us. Um. Even in that Super Bowl, in that fourth quarter, he made some big catches in that fourth quarter. Um. Now, the thing about Juju is, well, Juju, because if you look at the free agent market for wide receivers, Juju's the best wide receiver. <laughs> like, he's the best. So his agent can look at him like, look, man, we can get, you can get all, you can get a lot of money this offseason. Now, you either can take, Cause I'm pretty for sure the Chiefs are not gonna break the bank for Juju, like they're you know they'll come with a good deal, but they're not gonna come like hey man we're gonna make you the high, one of the highest paid wide receivers. Nah, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna come to him with a team friendly deal that's good for both sides, and it's gonna be up to Juju that does he want to break the bank? I got you got a Super Bowl. Some guys think like this. I got my ring. Let me go get paid, which I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Go get paid. Go mm-hmm. get your money because this league is cutthroat, and they will cut you on a dime, man. You know, and you get hurt, they'll throw you away. So get all as much money as whatever team wants to pay you. You go get your money. But a part of me wants Juju bet. I do want Juju back because I do feel like continuity is a thing, and I feel like he has a rapport with Mahomes, but will i be mad if juju's gone no because i think he is can't is his production can be replaced Agreed. i think his, his you know with with sky Moore emerging with Kadarius tony in off, going into the off season um justin rose um exactly you know. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. Justin Ross. Yeah, that's right. I see it. Justin Rose. Um, that and whatever ahead, they though. whatever they draft, maybe they bring in a veteran like a Michael Thomas. Maybe they do. If if Saints cut Michael Thomas, maybe they bring him in, and if he's all healthy, you know, with this training staff, they look at him and make sure everything's right with him. Maybe Michael Thomas comes in. Maybe they do say, you know what, we gotta. I we'll talk to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals is like, "Look, man, just give us a fourth round pick, third, fourth round pick for DeHa. Maybe they make that deal. d DeHa is going to be better than anything that's in the third and fourth round, let's just call it what it is. And because I don't know what the Chiefs are looking at as far as where they're going to draft the wide receiver, I do think they're going to draft the receiver in the top one hundred, but I just don't know whether it be a sec- first, second, or third round. You know, I think they're going to go best player available." type deal, Mm -hmm. but they, but this year in this draft, they got to get impact guys last year. They kind of just threw numbers at it. Like, all right, we're going to throw numbers at it this year. I think they're going to get
2: more impactful guys. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Um, I, I, I mean, Juju got his ring. I think he does walk. I think he wants to get paid else. I think he will get paid elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we're all on the same, like, like you said, you know, we're gonna see and find out where the development of uh, Ross is. Mm. I mean, we hope that he obviously that he's on the, um, the uptick uptickers where he's supposed to be. And they are gonna bring in a veteran and everything to be able to help him aid that and know what to do with that talent. And I think getting a veteran is very important, no matter what, I think you can kind of make a case for every year the Chiefs been able to do that when they get a key veteran. Um, this year, I believe it was done that. You can arguably make that conversation. This year, you probably bring in another receiver. I can't think of the last veteran receiver where they brought in because usually you see somebody, whether it be a linebacker, somebody on the D-line. But um, I think, I mean, whether it be D-hop, whether it be – whether it be – I can't even think. I'm I'm losing my mind over here. Whether it be Michael Thomas, it could be one of those. It could be somebody else who all of a sudden – you know, things happen. But Mm -hmm. I think you're right on. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you think they bring Frank Carter back?
2: <laughs> would you bring one. Would you bring Frank Carter back? My gut says, for the sake of the run it back. That's the only thing to be able to to make that argument. That's probably the only reason why I would. Get, would their outcome be better than it was the last time? Obviously, you know the big piece of that was because of the O line. Just you know, that was no, there was no control as far with the defense whatsoever. But I think you do. Um, uh, I mean, that's a possibility, maybe. But um, I think he, I think he does come back, and I think he's just this. I think this probably the last rock is that we see a Clark. I think so.
0: Yeah, I think they do work out a deal. Um uh the man Dorian said that if you cut Clark his eight million in dead cap, he would probably take that eight million. Yeah, you probably could keep him with the eight million. Yeah, restructure Clark could free up to twenty one. Yeah, I agree with that, Dorian. I do I do agree with that. Uh, I I would bring him back because he, he's he's established himself as a leader in this locker room. Um He's he's part of the development of the George Karloftis, I think. So you gotta definitely bring him back um to be a voice in that locker room. And he he, he brings a certain type of energy, especially in the playoffs, that you just can't, you know, you can't duplicate. Frank Clark is one of one. He's one of a kind. Is he productive in the regular season like we want him to be? No. But he brings a veteran leadership that, you know, you want in your in your veterans. Uh so definitely, yeah. I would bring I would Frank Clark back.
2: I mean, even so with Clark, though, the beauty of it was I think you kind of, you started to see, um, and this goes back to what the expectations we, we weren't sure of as far as with our rookie class and our young core. You know, we weren't sure about what it was going to look like to have uh, Leo Chanel. We were not certain about what it was going to look like with uh, Loftus. I thought they were ahead of schedule in the way they performed. Mm-hmm. So that's an argument on the other side, too. And, yeah, who, and George, who knows? Yeah,
0: because George, he later in the season he came along. Yeah, he, he like got seven, hot real quick. Got seven sacks in the last what six, uh, eight games, eight nine games, something so. like that. Yeah, they even had a sack in the Jacksonville game. I think he had a sack in the in the, in the uh, Bengals game. Yeah, he had the sack in the Bengals game too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, um, he, he showed up. He, he, and I, I credit Frank Clark for, you know, being with him and helping him learn, teaching him how to take notes and, you know, teaching him different moves, you know, you know, swim moves, the spin move. You know, you saw that in Carl Loftus later in the season. He started doing that spin move. He started, you know, he started incorporating different moves. And that's the thing about a defensive end is when you're coming out of college, you know, you could beat a guy straight power, straight speed. You just run right past him. But in the NFL, these offensive linemen, these guys are skilled. They're big. You know, you got to learn different moves. You can't just hit them with one move. So you definitely got to hit them with a different move. Grab Felix and put Frank Clark, and then let on. Yeah, I would like that too. That Felix here from K State is actually pretty nice. Um, But yeah, keep Frank Clark. Juan Cornhill. I say let Juan walk.
2: That, that was the other side of it because I knew this name was coming up. And don't be surprised if it's one of those one or none. I, I would not be surprised. I, I mean, and truth be told, I'll be leaning more so more so to the none side so that way they can build it and build what they're supposed to do. I mean, the Chiefs defense, they have been widely criticized and still tend to be criticized. Even so, this, this was actually one of their better defensive years. It was. But, you know, you're starting to see that development. I mean, unless, unless uh, we hear something about Spags and then there'll be some drastic change in that one, I would say, you know, he, he probably walks.
0: Yeah, I think, I think uh, they're going to trust in the development of Brian Cook. I think you put Brian Cook. Uh, you can let Justin Reed kind of be more of a roamer in the backfield because, you know, both of those guys are hybrids. So they're probably gonna switch roles a lot. You know, Spags likes to play with that three safety, so they can bring in another veteran safety to man that third spot that Brian Cook was doing. Now Brian Cook possibly takes over Juan Thornhill, or Justin Reed takes over Juan Thornhill role, and you know you have it just like that. And you just let him and, by,
2: and by no means do we even look at it as a knock because I will say this: the safety play was a concern, like in those in the first half of the season. But <laughs> and then uh, the safety, I mean, the, their plays is fine with the safeties. They got a lot better. Um, there were a few here and there and whatnot. There was one play, uh, I think it was a Jacksonville game, as a matter of fact, where I'm like, oh, boy. Like you lucky, otherwise, that would have been six on any other team. Yeah, but they figured it out, made adjustments, even so. Like, even we can kind of look at it from the Super Bowl when uh, McDuffie lost, he lost the tracking of the ball, he must have got caught up in the lights or something. Yeah, but then the, the second time it, ha- it happened again, and you saw Thornhill, he was over there to assist and help and stuff like that. And you know, with Thornhill, it was one of those weird cases because he had a crazy breakout first season. Yeah, and then he had gotten he was great. He and, looked like he was about to be an all pro. And then he got and hurt. then he had got hurt and then it, and then it got shaky. And then this year it started out slow and then he got and then he picked it up down the stretch. Um even on and part of that too, you know, Reed, you know how they were able to work it, work with each other and get better. You saw Reed getting in the backfield making some plays too, so it was nice to see that. Mm-hmm. But um, like you said, I think uh Thornhill walks, I I do believe though he deserved to get paid. He will get yes. paid somewhere else. He's got a, yeah. he got a good resume.
0: Yeah, he's going to get paid somewhere. else,
2: Definitely, you
0: know. Hopefully I'm not a, in the
2: division, but
0: I, I, honestly, I can kind of see him being a Raider. I can see. I could. I can see the Raiders taking him, him. Thornhill,
2: Thornhill, do sound like a Raider name, though
0: it, do, it? does. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I could see the Raiders possibly signing, or maybe even the Bengals. See if they're going to let Jesse Bates walk, they sign one Thornhill.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, Bates, as I see him being, I mean, safeties, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But like you said, you, I think we're both in agreement that he walks after this season.
0: A few more. McCole Hardman.
2: This one, okay. This is my thing, and this is goes back to when we were t- in our discussion earlier. I would not be surprised if he doesn't get signed, and I would not be surprised if you see him up in Washington at all because then it would add another special team element. Yeah, somebody that's familiar with the enemies and what he wants to do He'd be able to help the other ones and what he does, whatnot. It's not saying that you don't want a guy like Nicole Harmon, but also I do see him being able to shine away from Pat Mahomes. And that might be a good thing too, you know, to be able to showcase that he don't need a Pat Mahomes as well. Anybody in the NFL, I'm pretty sure, would love to play with Pat Mahomes and with this skill set. it don't matter. Even I believe uh, a AJ Brown, you know, regardless of what he said, he would want to as well. But I think McCole Harmon, I think he would um I, I see him on his way to Washington. That's just what I do. It don't necessarily have to be that team, but I do see him walking. Maybe even Atlanta, too. You know, I think that's where he's from or whatnot. So Man. that's a possibility. It was, unfortunate. it was it was unfortunate that he got hurt because I would love to be able to see him showcase more. Um, he had uh four touchdowns. I mean and, and I think he would have uh, – I mean, we had set a high bar for him, but I think that injury really took a toll on him, and mm-hmm. it sucks, especially when it's a contract year. But I, that's just what I think, though. I would not be surprised if I saw him in Washington.
0: Yeah, he probably going to have to take a one-year prove-it deal somewhere because of that injury. Um, it kind of robbed him of his season. So I can see him taking a one-year prove-it deal somewhere. Like, you know, uh, any team that wants speed, he's going to be viable for Don't Don't discount – like somebody like the Cowboys who need speed, somebody to stretch the field, they they can take a look at Nicole, You know, even even the Raiders, you know, even in division, some guys the the Broncos, whoever, there are people that's going to want McCall Hardman's services because of his his deep speed. So he's going to have a lot of options out there. I, I believe, especially in, in, he's probably going to like, but he's going to take a one year deal because that injury kind of robbed him of his season. So yeah. Last player. And this guy decided to miss the, par- the parade. Because he had to do a fashion show. So a CH walking the runaway out of Kansas City. I ain't know all that now. Yeah, he did a fashion. <laughs> he said he went to the parade where he just won the Super Bowl, which he didn't, yeah, yeah. I get it. He didn't play. Was, but hell, he ain't hey, more hey, 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 Gordon. Hey.
2: Melvin Gordon, at least you know yeah. he, he at least he was honest. You know he didn't get to play. He said he pretty much got his free free trip. He did he had to do nothing. Kudos to him. And you know, I, and that's a side note, getting away from a little bit. You know, granted, I like I I love Melvin Gordon, what he did early in his career and whatnot until the fumble issue thing. You know, if you follow him, if you watch him down in uh, Wisconsin in his career stuff like that, I'm actually happy to see him get one. It wasn't get- the most con. It wasn't the conventional way. <laughs> But hey, he, he got his. I mean it was a better it was a better situation than it was out in Denver. I will say that. I'm going tell
0: you that. Hey, I'll be laughing at I'll be laughing at Denver. Thank you for cutting me. Cause I got this was a ring, baby. <laughs> but no, I think CH is done. I think they trade him away. Uh I don't think yeah. he's gonna, I don't think he has a Chiefs uniform on this season. Um, I think they get rid of him. Um maybe you, you can't know argue. you probably you can't argue fight. that. Yeah, to, to if he could, tried, I think keep him around for his last year. You might be right, Doran. You might be right. You might be right. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Um, he might demand a trade, <laughs> he might want to get out. He might, he might want to go somewhere he can showcase his, his talent a little bit more, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know where he's at uh, as far as the dog. You know, is he in the doghouse right now? Is you know, because they might have given up on, on, on Clyde. You know, I don't know the significance of his injury. He had a high ankle sprain. So, but they brought him back on IR just to make him inactive. <laughs> so uh, to me, yes. that was a, to me that was a tall, tall tale of that's how they feel about him. Like, yeah, we don't need to. Like, yeah. And so this offseason is going to be interesting for CEH. Um, I don't think they cut him. They probably try to get like a fifth or sixth round, maybe a six-round pick, seven-round pick for him, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Listen, you can't
2: like, you, you can't argue that, especially. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I think McKinnon's on the list too. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, yeah I, he's I, a free agent,
2: but I, I, but I, I expect to be back.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't oppose to bring back uh, Jared McKinnon. He, he's good in his offense. Um, he's probably the you know, yeah, Pacheco's probably going to develop good. His second year, but he's good. very he's very good in his own great, good. great,
2: own. Good. good. That man him. had nine touchdown streak and out the backfield.
0: Yeah. Passing, yeah, good. good. No, he's definitely, he's de- and he's a leader in that room. He's a leader, yeah. Uh, you definitely want to
2: bring him back. So, um, I'm
0: not opposed to bringing back Jerome McKillen. Um,
2: yeah, I, I like seeing that combination of him and Pacheco. It was a nice change of pace and also just yeah. the execution and whatnot. It just hey, it's, yeah, CEA, though. I uh, yeah, thank you for your services, bro. After so long, really.
0: Yeah, he went to a fashion show. Yeah, he had to rock the he had to walk the runway. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't reschedule. <laughs> yes, he just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. The fashion show was more important.
3: All right. So,
0: and okay.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. You know, whatever. Hey, that's that's his decision. You know. Yeah. What what's more important to him is putting on nice fine linens. And not celebrate with his team.
2: Well, bottom line, I mean, he's still he's still a champion. That's the bottom line.
0: That is what you can't take away from him. So hey, Mm -hmm. he's gonna be right there, you know, if he's still on the team, he's gonna be at the ceremony when they're putting their rings on, you know. So maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. All right, Mark. Man, go ahead and land this thing, man. It was a pretty good show today. We we covered a lot, a lot of storylines in the off season. Uh, probably now we're definitely going to take a little bit of a break. Get ready for free agency and all that good stuff. Probably start back doing a show in the middle of March. Probably around when free agency starts. Have a free agency show. Uh, I'm gonna try to probably get some get some people on here and talk about some of the free agents that we should possibly look at. On both sides of the football, and you know, then after that, we start talking getting to the draft, man. You know, I know it's gonna be like a million mock drafts out there because everybody, says right? We're off-season GMs. Hey, I'm I'm guilty of it too. They're
2: all off-season that's, GMs. That's you why know? I don't bother. I don't. I don't because in the name you think, and then you think about thirty names. It'd be none of the above. I'm like, and we then half the time
0: we do all this mock draft stuff. And yeah, just for the Chiefs to not pick now, then
2: plan that we picked right. They they trade it down, or they gave, they pick away, or something like that. And then and then you wasted your day one. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not a waste. I mean, if you in the Kansas City, area, you watching? And you at home? I mean, so whatever. But for the fan that's watching on TV, you sitting there, you get you block off your schedule talking about who you are on draft, and then you get absolutely nobody. You gonna be mad?
0: Yeah, for real, man. So.
2: I mean, the only, the only reason why I ain't going to be mad is if there was a, a trade or something like that that we did in free agency or whatever, I already done about $50,000. <laughs> <laughs> you, who'd you have in your first round, Joe? Who, oh, who'd well, you
0: he had? had a running back. would you get behind Robinson? Dang
2: it. That's what I want to know. Cheese came to was with yeah. milk
0: if they got a running back in the first round again. The they would stone bread Beach at the – at the stake and burn them. Kicker. Kicker. I ain't no kicker. <laughs> I like the running back.
2: But even yeah, I, I, mean, I told I you.
0: I told you you get the damn <laughs> We ain't, ain't getting no running back, Joe. You know we ain't getting no If we get a running back, Chief is gonna have a meltdown. They're gonna be mad. If it ain't a, if they ain't trading up to get a defensive player or a wide receiver.
2: It's all, man. I'm just going to say, in Beach, we trust. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Oh, you like that Felix kid at defensive end? from K-State, I think. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'll go for a defensive end. Um, offensive tackle. I think we need to go ahead and draft another offensive tackle. Just depending on what <laughs> we do with Orlando Brown Jr. and Wiley. You know, yeah, and a young guy. And I'm not opposed to getting a wide receiver in the first round. I am not. Opposed to getting a wide receiver in the first round. If one of these different wide receivers drop to the twenties, right? Hey, go get him. That's the Addison, only way I was seeing Addison, or in uh, what's his name, Injigman Smith, whatever his name, Jackson Injigman Smith. Yes, I messed up his name. Clarence. I did.
2: That's the only way I see it making sense. I, I don't. I don't know as far as the receivers because not really a heavy receiver. Uh, class this year, I do know
0: that. A few
2: guys, I like Zay for A few, I like Zayfram. a few. I like Zay. Yeah, I do. I, I did like him too. He showed some. Uh, I mean, oh, I hate comparing. I hate comparing players because when you compare them, then it be a bust. Yeah, he be mad. Yeah, he be mad. He reminds me
0: of uh uh young Brandon Cooks. That's what he reminds me of.
1: That's
0: fair. He reminds me of Brandon fair. Cooks. Um, I like I like Hyatt. He's just there's no nuances to his game. It's just. Straight line speed, just deep, just go deep. And I know, you know, that's good. We nah, like we like those speed guys, but I like a guy who's a little bit more shifty.
2: You know what I'm saying? You, you don't so want to be in another. You don't want to be another Justin Watson situation. Yeah. That's the only thing, though.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want a guy who can get that, but fight for the ball a little bit to come back to the ball. Know how to read to come back to the ball. And, um, and catch I like, it. I like, it. I like the kid, and, and this is probably day two, guys. Like Cedric Tillman on Tennessee. he, he got hurt last year. But his 2021, go watch his 2021 stuff. The mm-hmm. kid is nice. The kid is nice. Um, he'd probably be a first round talent if he didn't get hurt this this uh, year. So I like Cedric Tillman. There's a few guys I like. Josh Downs from North Carolina. Uh, that Tank Dell kid. He's small, but he is. When well, I say speed, he's quick and he's fast. He's just small as heck. Like I I wouldn't pick him in the first or the second. But I, if he's there in the third round, ain't hey, man, picking no Tank deal. Yeah, 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 Ronnie Bell's good too from Michigan. Yeah, he's nice. Ronnie Bell is nice. Yeah, yeah, there, there's some quality guys in this. But you know how you know, we see, taking a rookie wide receiver, you know, unless he's just super special, you know, Andy Reid is not gonna put the rookie out there as much. You know, they they like to you know spoon feed him the offense. You know what I'm saying, so but you know we've never really taken a wide receiver in the first, but Well, yeah, I mean last year we took one in the second, but we never took one in the first round. So it'd be interesting to see how he would treat a first round talent. You know, will he spoon feed him or will he put him out there?
2: So depend on the need and hopefully yeah. you know injuries, all that.
0: But I think we're in a position to go first, best player available. I don't think we have to reach for a wide receiver. I don't think we have to reach for the like. If anything, we we need the priorities should be probably defensive end, offensive lineman, uh, wide receiver, sa- well, safety actually safety. safety, wide receiver, and then um, oh, what was a, a tight end because we're gonna have to start looking at the future because. <laughs> Travis Kelsey ain't getting no younger. Like I'm not saying he's gonna fall off, but you don't want to. You don't want to be there for the fall off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He's like, oh, we got You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't mind them in the you know third, fourth round, maybe if it's a good tight end sitting there, you can you know draft him, let him learn under Travis, let
2: him pass that torch,
0: and then we we cool.
2: And they're going and they're going to have. they really going to start thinking about that too, because especially like we're talking about a Chiefs team that have made these deep runs over the last nine years, stuff like that. That starts to wear and tear. Especially, I mean, the last five, you've been this far into the uh, season, you have got to start thinking big, uh, deeper. Especially if they get, we're talking about this running back. If say if they do get there, you know, there's going to be a lot of wear and tear. I mean, we've been fortunate um, as far as with the injuries and stuff like that. And I mean, even with my homes, I thought that was a huge break. Becky had the will to be able to get through it because usually in situations like that, you could have a situation say, you know what, I'm done, I'm preserving myself for the last year, or even so. Like, I mean, I hate to talk about it, but San Francisco, they probably going to have five quarterbacks deep in their depth chart because they had the worst luck on the, in the world, though. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you could probably do that game all over again, I honestly, i would be bold enough to say, I think the 49ers might have beaten the Eagles, they might have, but when you all them quarterbacks getting hurt though—that was just the worst. Like my goodness, every time you turn to turn away from the TV, one of their quarterbacks was hurt. I mean, it'll be interesting, you know, maybe with Trey Lance, they got a situation to think about. Yeah. But since you was talking about all them other quarterbacks, though, I do want to say I do want to throw this out there: if the Jaguar, somebody in the Jaguar podcast, whatever the heck they want to be called, watch out for uh, Lawrence this year. Oh yeah, I would I yeah. would not be surprised if this team. Was somewhere between twelve and fifteen went I would not be surprised. I wouldn't either, especially in that division. They, they, they need to start talking about that dude. I mean, I'm not sure like yeah. those people that like to take players. You know, as far as the MVP, but Norris could make a case. Jacksonville.
0: Jacksonville's in a good space. They they're getting Calvin really. He's a number one wide receiver. You mix that with um, what's the uh, what's the boy name? You got
2: Kirk down there. You got uh, Christian Kirk.
0: You got him, Christian Kirk. You got Zay Jones. If I'm them, I'm bringing back Ingram because Ingram has a rapport. So you bring back that core, you know, that offensive pieces. You got Travis ETM. You maybe add a, a kind of a bruiser back, third down back to that so they can get those third and twos and third and ones. And you add to that defense, get get some more defensive pieces. They got guys, Josh, you know Josh Allen and a couple guys, Trayvon Walker and all them on that defensive line. But they need some. They need corners. That's what they need. They need defensive backs. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. need they need a shut. They, they need a guy who can shut down. You know that side, one side of the football, or at least you know be a viable who can guard number one wide receiver. So.
2: I mean, I mean they got a they got a relatively soft schedule. That's why I say that number would be that high because they mm-hmm. play in the NFC South this year, along with their division. So that's probably could be almost like seven, eight, nine wins right there.
0: Yeah. So yeah. But
2: yeah, I mean the Chiefs obviously they're gonna be in a good spot, but you know, we still got a lot to figure out with free agency. I mean, um, looking at their opponents and stuff like that going into the next season. Um I don't think it's gonna be as nearly as a gauntlet. I think I think as ugly as a gauntlet you probably could have got was this season right here. I
0: agree. I agree.
2: Um, as far as like who they would potentially open up, I mean everybody's talking about possibly the Bengals and whatnot and stuff like that. But
0: I mean the usual suspects are gonna be the hard teams that we face. The Bengals, we got to play the Bills this year. I think we play Miami this year, um, which I
2: think is the opener. I, that's what I think. I, the Re- the Reeks return to Arrowhead. I think that's gonna be the highlight.
0: Man, I can see that. That's, I, I, I'm that's, still I'm that's still wrong. I'm still rolling with the Super Bowl rematch. You know what I'm saying? I think they're gonna do them and the Eagles again. Running back. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. You might be right though. You might be right. Yeah. Um um but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting offseason, but we'll we'll get into it in the middle of March when the free agency pops off, you know what I'm saying? Yep. All right, man. Uh if you look down at the bottom, you see the website. Every morning quarterback, our sponsor, uh, emqpodcast.com slash locker room. If you go to that website, you'll see the locker room access to all the podcasts that are under every morning quarterback uh, umbrella. They got a Chargers one, they got a Patriots, a Jets one, a 49ers one, Jaguars. But they also have us, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. You click on the banner. It says Arrowhead Chief Podcast. You'll see all of our episodes, whether it be the, the latest ones or the past ones. Go ahead and click on that, subscribe, and, and uh, follow us. Um, also, follow them. They got their own YouTube channel where they talk about everything league-wide. They get betting tips. They talk about college football. Uh, hit them up. Uh, every morning, quarterback could follow them on social media at EMQ Podcast. Hit them up. Shout out to them. And whatever you you listen to your podcast, whatever streaming platforms you can listen to us on all of them. Whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, whatever you listen to your podcast. Arrowhead Chief Podcast is on there. Go ahead and subscribe and listen to all of our episodes, you know, driving in the car, you're working out, whatever you do to listen to your podcast, Arrowhead Chief Podcast is on them streaming platforms. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. You see that right above, right there, above Mark, that AH Chief Podcast right there? follow type that in you'll find us you follow us we'll follow you back because our motto is we're not Hollywood over here we're fans just like y'all you know what I'm saying so you can hit us up give us feedback on the episodes you can you can give us you know critique us forgive us feedback you could also give us stuff that y'all want us to bring up topics that y'all want us to bring up because we're trying to give y'all the best chief content that we can bring to y'all so we want y'all to be able to be engaged for. You know, hit up the comment section. Also, hit up our YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, share with your other chief friends. Um, do all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah. And remember, talk to us nice and normal. Don't come at us with no dumb stuff, people. You know what I'm saying? Don't be asking dumb question. You know what I'm saying? Like, ask us good questions within reason, people. But, yeah. All right, Mark. Until next time. Clarence, Ty couldn't make it, but shout out to Ty out there in the comment section. We saw you. You know what I'm saying? We'll see you in the next show. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, Super Bowl champions, baby. Woo!
2: you good.